Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a It's time for another week of Info G Radio. This is episode 557, 557 for May 6th, 2019. It is May, gentlemen. On the show this week, we have Anthony is back. Yep. That's and- I'm not going to be super excited. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> and uh, joining us again, everybody's favorite British impersonality. It is John. Well, I'm the only one, so it's you know. Oh well, no, we've had Sophie on the show like once or twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if she if she was regular, I certainly wouldn't be favorite. That's for sure. But, uh, uh, nah, I mean, I'll be fair. That's probably true. She's uh she's pretty yeah. great. She is pretty great. <laughs> But anyway, um, fi- it, you know, we finally get a little break. Like, there were two big releases last week, and now it feels like maybe it's going to be, well, no, Rage is next week, so never mind. Oh, really? Is it really that next week? Uh, wow. The 14th, yeah. Jesus, that's, that's crept up quick. I forgot that was before E3. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. E3 is only, I... like, what, four weeks out? From now, yeah, it's not far. Yeah, yeah, it's eleventh, uh, I think, around about then. And that's Holy like, cow! That's, that's, I know. I see, it's scary how quickly the year flies by. Oh, I kind of want to just lie down and scream. Well, I found out the, the other day. I... Yeah, I found out the other day. Like my kid only has like four or five weeks of school left, and I'm like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> She's going to summer school. <laughs> Daddy needs a break. Oh. <laughs> Good lord! I was like, "Oh my god, it's almost summer. Summer's almost here." Holy cow! Um, it does creep up fast. So, are you playing Rage yet, or are you not allowed to say? Or I have, no, with... I don't. I don't have it yet. I'm assuming it uh, shows up this week because since it's launching mm. next week, so. it's also Bethesda, and I know they've changed their rules. They I'm changed sure they back. Have... We got the last game yeah. early. Oh, that's they right. Only, they that only, that only really happened for Doom, didn't it? I think. Uh, it was Doom and Dishonored and maybe and Wolfenstein. Yeah, and Prey. Oh, I say, because Prey, uh, all, Prey was like the last real victim of that. Yeah, and then it stopped. Um, because unlike unlike um, Doom, which had really good word of mouth, like Prey just didn't hit hard. And I think that's when they decided, like, okay. Because that game was on sale quick. Yeah. yeah well, it's on Game Pass now. It's a great. I didn't know I mean, it's, it's a on good, Game Pass. It's a good game. I'm not saying it's a it's bad a game. It's a great game. Yeah, it's 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 a game though that I would suggest anybody that decides to play it, especially now it's on Game Pass. Like, there's no reason not to. It's it's a well done game. Um, aim for shorter playthroughs 
because like that game if you just kind of min max your character that game is way longer than it because you end up going through that up and down through that space station a lot uh if you min max if you don't min max you can do that in like a shorter run and you get more um achievements if that's your thing you don't get an achievement for min-maxing your character. You get a achievement for getting all of like the alien powers or all the human powers and stuff. But I was like, I want everything that's good. I'd heard that um, the one thing that's put me off it is uh, the aiming. When when you're talking about gunplay, which apparently you kind of do need on some of the bosses, that the gunplay is not great because the aiming's a bit finicky because it, obviously some of the creatures are quite small. That's kind of put me off. Yeah. It's not as bad. It's not as bad as I, that would have bothered me a lot. I didn't have an issue with the aiming, but I also was like, I also realized early on that like aiming with a pistol sucks. So I just used a shotgun because ultimately I was running up to stuff close, anyways. Like there, it's mostly close quarters combat. There's very little that you're gonna want to do at, at range. Uh, okay. I might give it a shot then if it's on Game Pass. It's a it's a fun game. I kind of fizzled out on it a little bit, maybe about halfway through, and I've just never gone back and finished it. But I finished it. It's it's interesting. Um, it's kind of Deus Ex in space with Bioshock sort of look to it. I felt like it could have had better, uh, kind of uh, leading, like hand holding you, just maybe a little bit because I felt like I got lost once the the space station opened up. Once the uh, guts section, which is like a um, anti grav like tunnel, once that opens up, yeah, you can get lost really easily. Yeah, I for um, sure got lost doing the the kind of spacewalks and and how big the place got, and I didn't really feel like the game was kind of leading me where I needed to go most of the time. And that's the reason why I say do smaller runs because once you have too many options, that's that game is way too open. I like how we're talking about a game from... <laughs> well, let's talk... Well, you want to talk about a game from now, Anthony? You want to talk about what you played? Well, yeah. So before I get to the one that I couldn't talk about last week because I wasn't on, um, I uh, I played more Far Cry New Dawn before I moved. Um, that's a really good game. That game's best feature, though, is these... Are these uh, ten little bunkers that have puzzles to enter them? That was the most fun for me, but there's I, when I found out there was only ten, I was extremely disappointed. Yeah, um, those were in Far Cry Five. Those were really one of the better parts of Far Cry Five, too. It, yeah, they're they're very smart, and they all have these different sort of themes to them. And I was like, that's so awesome! Like one, you have to ring a bell to get a bear to come. Yep. And then you have to murder the bear to take the key that's around its neck. Yep. Oh yeah, I think I've done that one. That was quite difficult because the bear's a beast. Yeah, he'll just run up onto the roof where you are. <laughs> like, oh, I, this bear can't come up here. Oh, wait, I got up here. <laughs> this is not good. Um, th- but there's some neat stuff in it, and there's some really neat storytelling. Um, there's one scene in particular that kind of blew my mind, just the way they used uh, lighting. It, it It's kind of like... At first, I was like, I don't know. It seems like it's just going to be more Far Cry. And it does suck that the only, like, sort of handmade weapon is the saw blade launcher. I would kind of hope that there was more, but that's fine. It's 
a really good idea, though, that this is how Far Cry should be from now on. Because unless you're making an extremely varied map, most of the time, like, the Far Cry games, they stick to one theme, and that's it. Uh, Far Cry 3 was a tropical island. There wasn't, like, a snowy area, nothing like that. Um, and then you had the mountain pass in um, Far Cry 4, which I didn't think was as interesting. But the uh, size of this world is kind of, like, perfect. It's small enough to feel like I'm getting stuff done. But then there's not enough outposts. It's this really weird trade-off of, like, I wish there was more, and simultaneously this is the perfect size because I don't want to ex- run across a huge map. Um, speaking of huge map, I then played Assassin's Creed Odyssey while I waited <laughs> for um, uh, hard drives to transfer data. Okay, PS4 to transfer data from an old like external hard drive to a new external hard drive without a computer, and I don't even know if you can do it via a computer, is a pain in the ass, and they need to fix it because that took hours to move because I only have a 500 internal, and I have a terabyte external. So I had to empty the internal onto the new external, switch back to the old external, take as much as I could, put it on the internal, switch back to the new hard drive. Like, it was awful. So while I waited for P- PlayStation 4 to do that, because PlayStation 4 locks uh, the screen every time it does something... Yeah, the PlayStation um, 4's maintenance system is awful. You want to see the worst of it? You factory reset your PS4. Oh, God. It takes six hours. Mm. It is I, unbelievable how long that takes. So so after I was done that, before I got into Assassin's Creed, I took the old hard drive, because it was running out of space on my terabyte Xbox One X. Or Xbox One, not X, sorry. Um... I um, was like, you know what? Let me plug this in, and it just said, "Do you want to use this hard? Do you want to install this hard drive, or do you want to use this as a, like external storage that you move stuff to?" And I'm like, "Move stuff to," and it's like, "Okay, we're gonna format it in the background while you get to play a game." Still, I'm like, "Oh, that's nice," because unlike PS4, that's you know actually realizing that I want to play fucking games on my console. Meanwhile, the PlayStation 4, <laughs> if you format a hard drive. It makes you sit there and watch it format the hard drive like you've done something wrong. Yeah, when I go to do things on PlayStation, I always forget how um, how much the the Xbox kind of holds my hand. Like when I bought the new Pro recently, and I you know it, it was nice because I just plugged my external in and it recognized it, and all my games were still there, which is cool. Um, but all saves are saved locally, so. I had to re-download them all manually, whereas on Xbox, whenever you just boot up a game that doesn't have a save, it's like, oh, hey, let me go grab that from the cloud for you automatically. I yeah. love that. that yeah. Is, I mean, say what you want about the power struggle and this, that, and the other of the two consoles. Microsoft makes it easy to get shit done. Um, it might not be great at other things, but things like that where you're, you know, you just literally fire it up. Sync and save, and that's great. And I mean, that has to really because of the PC stuff. But it great, it's great that it does it automatically. There's no messing about, and it is pretty darn quick. Um, oh, whereas, no. as you say, with the PlayStation, it's go into the the cloud thing, and you you got to go jump through menus. It's it's not, and it's you know, not user friendly to download. It's, 
It's not, but I mean, it's not impossible, but it, it's certainly not as simple as starting the game. No, it's not a simple start. They did add the ability to where you could just hover over the game icon and press the options button and download saves, and it'll show you what's on the cloud and what's on your hard drive. They have done oh. that, uh, and it's yeah. it's nicer. Do one round of applause? Uh, but it's still a, yeah, it's still kind of a pain in the ass because like here's the problem. Let's say you boot that game up and you forget to download your save, and it saves. If you don't hurry up and go override it yeah. with your cloud save, it overwrites yeah. the cloud save with the new fresh save. Uh, oh wait. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. So, um, bad system. I played. I started up Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I am playing as Cassandra because I've heard enough horror stories about Alexios. And um, that game is so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was kind of hoping Ryan would be here because I've been saying to him like, "I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it." And then I bought it when I got because I mean, like, it went on sale for like everything for sixty bucks. So I was like. Oh, okay, I gotta pick this up. And I started it up because I was waiting for my PlayStation 4. I couldn't play Days Gone. Um, and, yeah, that game is amazing. Um, the scale of the world. <laughs> you know, I zoom out on the map and I'm like, oh, this is still going, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It, it doesn't even zoom out to get the whole map on your screen. You still have to move the, yeah, you the still left analog stick to move. <laughs> I still haven't seen every island and every area in that game yet. That's going to be my new uh, uh, palate cleanser game, where it's just the game I go back to in between stuff. I've um, still not even played it. It's still it's so it, John, good. It is if you so have good. another one on the go, just drop it. Uh, honestly, like it is so... First of all, the game looks fantastic. I'm only playing on the standard Xbox One. Oh my um, god, it looks, and that game so, looks so good on X. Spectacular, and then it, it's it's like this is what Ubisoft has been building to with all their open world games, and then it's like yeah. So it, it, what's really awesome is like yeah. So it's south of this location, and there's a mode where it's like you just have to kind of know where locations are to find it. Like they won't really just tell you where missions are. Yeah, there's optional uh, dialogue. A... There's optional dialogue that they will explain where things are. They'll give you landmarks and they'll they'll give you directions. But you know, you can turn it off. I mean, you can turn it on to where it basically just points you to where to go. Oh yeah. But you can just follow what they say. Like they'll be like, "Oh yeah, he was in this this hut over by this statue uh, to the southeast." Like and then eventually it'll just be like and let me just point it on your map and it's like there. <laughs> yeah, and then you can use your friggin' bird to like completely pinpoint the person and it's just yeah. oh man. The combat in that game is fantastic. The fact that like you get to choose like, oh yeah, I'm gonna use the spear or I'm gonna use like the sword and it God and and the character Cassandra is so good. She's so snarky. Uh, perfect. I, I was loving that. And then it kind of was like, oh, I probably shouldn't have played an open world game when I'm in the middle of reviewing one. Yeah, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is a game that is so easy to get in and out of. Like, I dropped it for a couple months, and it, it literally took me 20 minutes to get back into it. It wasn't that reason, though. So, Days Gone. Oh! I'm not here to shit on it. <laughs> um, I, I, I like Days Gone. I like Days Gone... A lot so far. I 
um, don't have the issues uh, that other people have with like the writing or the gameplay. Um, I have had some bugs. They are not game breaking, but it seems like a like playing craps to see if the game actually wants to cooperate or not. Um, but it shows not only so. The thing with like Days Gone, um, I did I did the thing that I always do in open world games, and I check the map, and uh, it seems very small. It, it's not when you're playing it, but it still seems very small in comparison to something like Assassin's Creed, where that world is huge. Um, but I guess I should start off kind of at the beginning of my playthrough, so I got this game, fortunately, the week I was moving, so not last week, but the week before. Uh, we got it Monday, <laughs> and I moved later that week, so I played maybe... I haven't even played that much, because I've still been unpacking stuff, and that comes first, unfortunately. But i played quite a bit. It's... Very clear that this is a B-tier Sony game. And I don't know what they did in the extra year other than make it prettier. This game looks better than it did the first time it was shown off. I think, anyways. That's a good-looking game. It's a good-looking game. Like, the people look really good in it. Um, I like the world. Like, there's not very many... Oregon forests in video games. So. Yeah, no, it is true. Um, and and it, I'm going to say something, and it's going to probably sound wrong. This is kind of what I wanted when I picked up Metal Gear Survive. Like this is kind of more what I was expecting. It's a survival game, sort of. You you don't have to manage hell or uh, um, hunger. You know, but you still have to make healing items, and you still have to um, make, you know, traps and stuff. Uh, you still have to collect resources like fuel, which is interesting because the bike requires fuel to run. Um, and I usually don't like that type of thing, but it makes sense in this world. Um, you get to upgrade your bikes. So you're finding pieces of stuff to you know, repair your bike or repair the item that you have that you just bashed a freaker's head in with. The combat's fine in this game. I don't seem to have an issue with that. Uh, And the glitches I've had were um, an item not loading in and me hitting it, and then it loaded in. And it was, like, obviously there, but the graphics just didn't load around it. And then I had an audio drop that I had to close the game and restart to fix I feel like a lot of people want to hate this game just to hate this game and I realize that's the internet that's <laughs> yeah of, that's a combination general. that's a combination of Xbox fanboys and people who just don't play the game and just people, want people to... wrote this game off very quickly sure. back before it even came out Sure, sure. And this game is by no means going like it is if you're picking up a PS4, I would not go, you know what the first game you need to play is? Days Gone. Oh hell no, you need to buy Spider Man and God and of War God of War Horizon. Ah, shit. I'll even say I'll even say Detroit before I 
because that's more of a showpiece on, you know, higher-end quality. This is a B-tier game, and it is got some really interesting things for an open-world game. It's mainly stealth. I like that. I like that it does it well. It gives me a uh, sound meter, so it tells me whether or not I'm being heard. Uh, rain, for the love of God, rain actually covers up your sound. That's awesome. I would you, have never you know thought about that, but it told game, me... You know what other sorry? game did that really well? Off the top of my head, no. Sniper Elite. Yeah, Sniper Elite. It, it, but Sniper Elite also sells itself as a stealth game. Sure, 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 and and right. that, I think that was I think that was a big problem with Days Gone. Is Days Gone was never marketed, at least not that I it's saw. It's marketed as GTA with zombies. Yeah, it was marketed as an action game, game and it's not an action game. It's a, it's stealth, a stealth game. game. Yeah, it's a stealth game because it it was very clear that you do not want to get in too many fights. There's just not enough resources. There's not enough ammo. There's not enough. Uh, like boards and bats around because those break unless you you know can repair them but then you're running out of scrap material to repair them with so it rewards you for you know sort of quick killing enemies with a knife and boy does it get fucking brutal um i don't think the dialogue's bad like everybody's been kind of pointing out like what is this voice acting well this voice acting comes off as two things one it comes off as realistic to some extent, and that is kind of weird to hear in a video game. Like, he talks to himself. He's alone in a forest, and he's, like, mumbling to himself, like, I fucking hate this radio station and stuff. Like, you're a fucking crazy man. And, like, to be fair, like, these are people that are broken. Like, they, they literally the world fell apart around them. And, you know what? People talk to themselves. Have you not ever caught yourself talking to yourself in the car before? I think it's interesting to have a character that does some internal dialogue externally. Um, that isn't like Max Payne narrating a story. Um, and then, like, you know, there are moments, though, where, like, it's clear that they've gone back and added extra dialogue because the tone of his voice changed too much. And, like, he'll say a line that feels like it's not part of the conversation. Um, one of the first camp leaders that you meet the first time you talk to him, there's a line that comes out, and I went, wow, that what was that? That seemed out of place. And there's some issues with like the, the lip sync at times when you're in-game um, talking to people. But there's a lot of neat concepts, like cutting the ears off of enemies and trading them in as bounties. Um, the fact that there's a, a crazy human faction out there, and then there's just asshole raiders. Um... There's a lot to like about this game, but I feel like, honestly, when I saw the first Reddit clip, I thought it was kind of like a hit piece of like, oh yeah, somebody's now found a bug and needs to show it off. But it seriously seems like some people have luck playing this game and getting a good experience, and otherwise, like, it's been shit for some people. Um, and that sucks. That sucks because I'm really enjoying what I'm playing, and... I'm sure other people are having a terrible time. It just won't load. You know, a game crashes, whatever. So, I know you played a can I listened to last week. Yeah, um, so, well, last week I had only, I had tried to play it. And I right. spent 30 minutes and essentially got through one little tutorial of the game. I've, I've been trying, so I have kind of a different experience with this game. 
Um, well, you also had issues loading it up. I, I, I did, but that was only the first day, and then. But that's still that. But that's still a problem. No, no, no. It absolutely it is. It it is a huge problem. Um, but then once I got into the game, and here's the thing, um, I paid for this game, sixty bucks. Um, I have mm. tried. I am trying so hard to enjoy this game, and I feel like this game is trying very hard to make me not want to play this game. Um, so, uh, I, I'll get into it, and I'll start playing. Um, and they're, they're literally, you're correct, there are, there are parts of this game that are just like, oh my god, that was so cool, um, it looks really good, this particular section was super fun, I really enjoyed doing this, so, as an example, like, when you have to clear out the nests. The uh, nests are, fan- so, just anyone that's not familiar, you'll go, you'll drive past an area, and your character kind of starts going crazy. Like, it's, it's, it's not the best voice acting, it's, that's the, one of the moments I have. He starts, like, breathing funny i'm what, assuming he's it, it smells like well, he, yeah he death. what what it is is they basically just shit everywhere yeah so, so he's, he's smelling like, it. I, I could i could smell one and you're like what the fuck are you doing with your voice like just be like oh i could smell one not but he like oh, i'm gonna i gotta i gotta kill them all and it's clear that this guy is not mentally stable to some extent but what it is is you'll go into an area there'll be a bunch of houses and it doesn't tell you where they are until you kind of like visibly see them, or your character can see them. Yeah, the map uncovering in this nests, game is is line of sight. You have to burn them, and when you burn them, they have a bunch of enemies run out at you. And if you do it at night, it's harder to sneak around all the buildings, but there's less enemies inside. If you do it during the day, it's easier to move around the buildings, but when you burn the nest, all the enemies that are hiding from the daylight come out. Yeah. Um, it's a really interesting concept. Yes, it's just a checklist sort of thing, but it's a lot of fun having to hunt them down and sort of... like Because I ran out of Molotovs at one point, and I couldn't craft anymore because I didn't have um, kerosene. So I had to find gas tanks, or um, get jerry cans of gas that I could throw and then shoot to light them on fire. Um, sorry, continue. Yeah, the yeah. So that that's that's a perfect example because the first one of those I did was really enjoyable. Uh, I did the the crazy willies one, and that was a lot of fun. I was like, okay, that's a cool mechanic. I want to do that again. So I found another one up north uh, at this logging facility. So I went up there and. I had so many issues finding because, like, four of them are in one building, and I know which one you're talking about. There is a warehouse building, and yeah. there's one on a stop of a staircase. Yep, and then there's one in a corner, and yeah, that was a pain in the ass. And I'm doing that one, and um, I understand the survival aspect of the game. Let me just let me just say that Days Gone is a wonderful ten to fifteen hour game wrapped in a sixty hour slog. That game is excellent at padding the most boring shit to do. So things like I don't think the weapon wheel is very good or intuitive at all. Okay. The weapon wheel 
does it when you select a rock? Does it always not like that's another thing I have an issue with? It doesn't always select a rock. Yeah, it feels like it defaults to something, and then if I want to switch else. to something else, it it kind of throws a fit. And I it's just I know what they're going for with that because at some point, like you would just the other option is stop gameplay altogether and select a weapon. Also, why can I not switch my quick item menu from health kits to bandages? Because I have a hell of a lot of bandages, I don't have as many health kits. So if I want and to the, heal with a bandage... bandages work better. Yeah, but, uh, but also, I... <laughs> but like, does, that doesn't make any sense to me. A first aid kit doesn't, doesn't heal as much as a bandage that I made out of, like, alcohol and, like cloth. Yeah, and I want to use those more frequently, so basically the item I want in my quick menu, I have to go to the weapon wheel. To, it's, it's and, and in and of itself, one of these things is not a problem, right? Like, you can get past one issue, but I feel like Days Gone has multiple little nagging issues that every time I play it, it makes me more want to be like, Holy shit! There's there's like fifty seven more hours of this, and there's a lot of people saying, "Oh, well, it starts slow and it gets good." And I'm like, but "Yeah, no, that's, it... I hate that excuse too. Like, if you're not enjoying it outright, like that, one of the worst things people can say is like, it gets good sixty hours in. Like, go fuck yourself." Well, I've heard people say you need to give it like an hour or two hours or three hours, and I'm going to tell you, so, I'm at hour five, and I'm still finding myself every time I play it going. I can only handle about 20 minutes of this before I'm like, you know what? I just I don't want to do this no more. I, I really don't. And 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 that's the reason why I said I made it maybe an error by playing Assassin's Creed. Yeah, because Assassin's Creed Odyssey. At no point did I feel like I was wasting time. No, and the thing is, is I've played Assassin's Creed Odyssey for upwards of like 50, 60 hours, and I'm like, dude, I still want to play that game. I've played Days Gone for five, and I wish it was almost over. And and when you said the, when you said the sort of supposed length of this game, and I look at a map, and I see a, a fair-sized map, but like a map that is still condensed for how open I was kind of expecting the world to be, um... I get concerned because, like, what am I going to be doing eventually? Yeah, um, I, I don't know because the, okay. So one of the things I like about this game is is also something. It, again, I feel like everything I like about the game, I also dislike something about it. I like that it shows you your progress of every story for every little thing you do. I think that's a cool touch. Right. With so so to explain to people, the first mission that you go on is you chase down a guy, um, and then you kill him. And that part of the story does not wrap up until later. Yeah, it like gives you a percentage of story. So it tells you like story. how much percentage of that part of the story is done. And when you finish it, it goes to 100%. And there's some neat stuff, like uh, you get different rewards depending on who you handed the drugs to. Yeah. And it's... I, I see this game kind of as this like weird testing ground for a bunch of concepts because it does these really unique things. Like the fact that I have to fill up on gas sounds awful. 
I, I remember saying when uh, we were talking about Red Dead Redemption that if the next GTA came out, they'd make you fill up on gas. In this game, though, it makes sense because it's, A, it's not hard to find, generally. But if you are not watching how much gas you have, you get stuck out in the middle of nowhere where there's either bandits or freakers, and I can't remember the equivalent of the psychos from Borderlands, but um, they have some of those. Rippers. Um, rippers. See, the rippers sound like a better name for the zombies and the freakers, regardless. Um, it's a lot of conceptual stuff that isn't done extremely well, but I also know that I have a lot of... Um, I give a lot of leeway to games like that. Like I like Deadly Premonition, and does a lot of unique stuff, but I will honestly tell you that game does not play very well yeah and that's what i'm kind of getting from this game is this weird triple a attempt at one of those like let's try a bunch of different things and like i don't know it's kind of weird that like i have to choose between upgrading my bike or getting better weapons you also have to choose between upgrading your health and your stamina at the Nero checkpoints, which was another bug that I ran into. Um, like when you select which one you want to do, and it puts that big white overlay at the top of the screen saying health upgraded. Yeah, it doesn't go away. It w- didn't go away when I was playing once, and then a horde came, and I was like, you know what? I can't deal with this. So to go back to... When you say a horde, do you mean the horde? Yeah, like the, the big horde. Yeah, I have not run into those, and I should have been by now because I've already had the cutscene where they talk about it. Yeah, so going back to the part where the storylines, I like how it gives a percentage of what I don't like is because it does that and the way this game works, uh, I was on a mission to grab the cooler of drugs, right? Right. And I got them, I put them on my bike, and it was like leading me back to where I was going to go. But apparently I walked over a trigger line for another mission, and it immediately jumped into that, and it felt so disconnected from what I was doing that I was like, is this the same mission? No, this is a different mission, which, by the way, ended up being the first mission where you run into enemies that you cannot kill. And I just want to say... I know which one you're talking about. I just want to say that that is a terrible mechanic. Can I just say something? You're talking about the first time the scientists yes. show up. Yes. Okay. There is the the you are that happens. Like you didn't run over a trigger line. He sees the helicopter and then he goes after it. Yeah, but it felt There's disconnected no from what I was doing because that's not what he was you, talking about. You know why that felt disconnected? Because unlike most things in this game, they don't make you drive right to the point. They should have made you drive up and watch the helicopter land in real time, and it goes to a cutscene, and then all of a sudden you are standing, or you start in a different area than where you began, so when you drive away, it doesn't feel right. And it's a weird, there was a weird jump that they don't do most of the time. But it, there was another sequence where I loaded up the game, and you know how Deacon gets the calls on his... on a, I guess he's wearing a headset. I don't okay, know yeah, the, that's a weird thing. Do you, do you know that he gets the calls? Yes, I do, because sometimes you get the same call. So here's a funny one. I booted up the game, and Boozer talks to me for a minute, right? 
then all of a sudden a guy at a camp talks to me about something completely unrelated and different. And then, as soon as he's done, some lady starts talking to me about a mission I haven't even started yet. And I'm like, what? What do you want me to do? (laughs) Yeah. I I was just like, you've got to, this game feels so, like, it, it feels like it doesn't know what it wants you to do. And it does not make a cohesive experience of making me want to play it. I don't know. I you know, want to like this game. I, I also, I don't like the way the character handles. I think he's too weighty. Um, I'm playing on easy because I can't stand non-snap auto aim. Oh, I don't mind. That. I can't because there's there's it's so it's a game where bullets matter, and if I miss because you know there's a freaker running at me doing like bob and weaves and i miss three shots that's three shots i don't get back that's those that will say though the fact that they kind of like twitch in the way out of the bullets that's pretty awesome i i I know that's annoying but it's also like i don't want to spend any more time than i have to in this game and missing shots makes me spend more time like I said, I feel like there's a there's an awesome ten to fifteen hour game in here, but this game is not ten to fifteen hours. It's six. I hours. question if that's because they want to. Be, um, like I wonder. See, this was supposed to come out last year, right? Yeah, it's uh, and that yeah. would have been six years. And then years they got a year pushed onto it, and part of me questions if this game was shorter. Oh, God. I I feel like I want it to be. I want it to no, be. No, but I mean, like legit. Game. Like I wonder how. Sh- I wonder what they've done in the meantime to this game. But because it is, I mean, it's clear where they put in the work. I think, like I said, when I saw the first trailer to now, I think the game looks better. Yeah, it's specifically a the game. people, the world. The world looks good, but I I, I can't say that that ever looked bad because it's not like that was what I was focusing on. Uh, Deacon, the main character has way more detail than I remember him having in the trailers. Um, everybody. That goes for everybody. But I'm wondering, did they do rewrites? Um, did they add more to, of, to the game? They, they clearly did something, because this game does have those weird moments of disjointedness. This game is the equivalent of Mafia 3 to me. Yeah, Mafia 3 it, was by no, by, by no means a bad game. No. But maybe way too much of it. Yeah, Mafia 3 was one of those games, like, I loved that game when I first started playing it, and by the time I got to the point where you were the mob boss and, like, assigning your different capos and stuff, I was like, dude, I feel like I just started this game and I've been playing it for, like, 30 hours. And I kind of want to be done with this game. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I... Uh, the stealth, in the, uh, so just go back. The stealth in this game is very good. I, I really think the stealth is fantastic. Um, you know, I've made it clear in the past that if you can't make it clear to me whether or not I'm like actually being seen and whether I'm being heard, your game sucks. Um, if you're going to only focus on stealth, I think the best. Um, honestly, you mentioned Sniper Elite. That's probably one of the best examples of um, showing the player all the stuff they need to know about being stealthy. Uh, so I like this game a lot. I, I think that it does that really well. But um, it, it, this game is going to wear on me, I'm assuming, at some point. Because I did a Freaker Nest, 
Then I drove past a Fucaness. Then I drove past a Nero station. And, like, it's got neat ideas, like, cut off all the speakers on the Nero station before you start it up. And, oh, this one's missing a fuse, and I have to find the fuse. And It's neat. Um, but it, it, the story's interesting to some extent. Like, I, I kind of have investment in the characters, because they all are very interesting characters. And then there's, like, just long periods of not having that, because I'm driving around. So, it, I don't know, this game's a weird game, but it's, it, I am enjoying it so far. I think but, it'll be... Uh, I can't recommend it at full price. I, I really can't. That's because... Yeah, that, I think that's the thing, is I think this is going to be a game that when Sony drops it to $40, it's going to find a new audience of people that are like, oh, this is actually a decent game. And that's because you paid $40 for it. Yeah, uh, I... Yeah, the reason why I'm okay with Damnation is I paid five dollars for it. Yeah, I, see, uh-huh. I paid sixty bucks for Days Gone, and I feel very much like I wasted my money. Well, you know, just on the glitches alone, though, that's where I kind of go, oh, because the fact that so um, I was emailing everybody, and uh, Justin uh, says I just uninstalled the muffler. Motherfucker, I'm not uninstalling the muffler just because that's what causes the sound glitch. That's the <laughs> dumbest shit. So what you're saying is, I know it's better and it makes the game easier, as most upgrades should, um, but just take it off. Well, I just paid for it. I don't get that money back. Yeah, they need like, to I just fix bought that. an upgrade and then the sound dropped entirely. Like, you know, and the solution shouldn't be just, okay, so uh, close the application and then start it up again. Like, go fuck yourself. That's awful. It's an awful excuse. And that's a minor one. Like, you know, if if I clip through the fucking ground like some people have, like, I'd be pissed. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, John's very quiet. He's like, I'm not buying this game. I'm not buying this game. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, you know what? I was on, I was kind of like, I had the opinion of I'm going to wait for it to go on sale. Um, the, uh, the whole zombie thing is kind of, been done and even by sony it's been done better and it's like well i don't really want to get burned out on that when last of us could be late this year sort of early next year um i'll wait for it maybe to go on sale i don't want to spend 60 bucks on it you know what i'm not even gonna bother now i'll wait for it to be on ps plus um (laughs) (laughs) that's john standard i don't I don't, I, I don't, I just don't, from what you guys are saying, it doesn't sound like there's anything really original. You're battling with a lot of this, the, the little controls and, and glitches. And also, what kind of name is Deacon St. John? For? It's so generic. <laughs> Dude, it is, it is. This game was clearly <laughs> made by someone who had a hard-on for... Uh, Sons uh, of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. Like, very clearly. It yeah. was like, I really like that, but I also wish I could have Walking Dead in it. No, yeah, dear. yeah. It's... It don't don't it, it, you know? It's good good that you mentioned the um, Last of Us. That's a thing that's been like from this game's announcement. This game is nothing like the Last of Us, and I'm not even saying like this. Like it's even in, when it comes to the zombie sort of stuff, it is. See, the Last of Us is very uh, dramatic, mm. and this game does not try to sell you on like. Um. Sort of the how futile it is no. to try. Well, like I it doesn't. Think... It doesn't come off depressing. That you know, as much as The Last of Us is very good, it's a very depressing story. It's a dark. It's, it's a dark story. Absolutely. It's a dark story. This 
this game, so far, anyways, it doesn't really do that. It's not telling, like... Like, these are people that have survived. They have survived for two years. They're pushing on. Like, they're just like, this is life now. And, like, it's gotta get better, but, like, we have to try. It's not super hopeful, and but and it shows you that people are shitty, but um, it's not so gruesome and dirty of a story as Last of Us is. And so to compare the two, it's like, okay, just because there's zombies in something, like, you know, um, 28 Days Later, even if you don't want to consider them zombies, I would, um, is not The Walking Dead. You know, those are two different, very different um, ways of approaching a similar subject. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get that. I, I, however, I was kind of thinking it was going to be um, more of an action style game. Oh yeah, no, no, it's, yeah, kind it's of, not. it is not. But it's 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 not from from everything. It's very stealthy. But again, Last of Us is a stealth game uh, for majority, and it again does it really, really well. Yeah, but it's so, a difference. It's a different. In that particular case, I'd say the difference in terms of stealth is like this is more like something like Thief and um, uh, Last of Us is something more like Metal Gear Solid. The linearness of The Last of Us, it's very clear that they want you to stealth your way through sections, and Days Gone, it's like, well, you'll die if you don't, so figure it out, bud. Yeah, it's such a funny like disconnect that this game was never fucking marketed as a stealth game. Yeah, like, guess what? Hide in the tall grass and and move when it rains because it makes life a lot easier. Yeah. Um, even in the dark, like, people, the people enemies can't see you. They have to pull out flashlights. It, it, it's 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 a stealth game. Again, you know, I think Ken nailed it. Like Sniper Elite, like it's very much like you, you have a playground. You'll figure it out. Well. Anyway, we spent a lot of time talking about this game. We should probably talk about other games. If are, are there other games for you? Not Ethan? for me. All right, John. I what about you? Play Mortal Kombat 11. Oh, I'll tell, I can talk more about Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah, don't talk, I'm just going to be jealous. But okay. <laughs> so, John. Hmm. Now that you're not buying Days um, Gone, what have you been playing? <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> um, I started and uh, completed the Borderlands Enhanced Edition. Holy uh, shit! Came out, yeah, I know that came out a couple of weeks ago. It was kind of one of those things where I'd um, it was you know stealth announced uh, at that uh, reveal of Borderlands Three, and uh, I'd not completed the the first game, so I thought you know what I did enjoy the second one, and so I'm going to go and. And it was a reasonable price, so I picked that up. It's got all of the content. It's, I think, it's really good. I enjoyed yeah. enjoyed it more than the uh, the first game, uh, second, second game. game. Um, so I was going to actually ask you that question. Glad you answered it before I even had to. What did you think of the final boss of the main game, though? Isn't that kind of lackluster? Yeah, admittedly, that's because uh, it was a case of I just hid behind a rock. <laughs> Um, poke my head out, shots, fired some shots at its uh, eyeball or whatever, and and then died behind a rock when it started throwing projectiles at me. It was a little bit lackluster, um, but I think that the rest of the game there's such a 
uh, a colourful cast of characters and some interesting missions. And uh, it, I think it made it all worthwhile in the end for me. I, so I, I am curious to know: Do uh, did you find yourself using like rarer weapons? Or did you find yourself using basic weapons throughout because you could find good ones? Um, I <coughs> I always like the numbers going up. So whenever I found a better weapon, um, I would always give it a try. I kind of had most of enjoyment with uh, submachine guns. They feel really, really good, um, much more so than the assault rifles in in in, in Borderlands. Um, but I, yeah, I was always looking for that better gun that with extra elemental damage and and things like that. Um, unlike the second game, you don't really have to think too much about what element you're using. There is a a, a sense of that, but I never really felt it. Um, hindered like I, I never felt like I had to keep swapping my guns around from one element to another. Um, I felt I was doing pretty good damage with with whatever I used. So yeah, I I enjoyed that. It comes with all the DLC, which I'm I'm kind of I didn't complete any of that. I I'm currently playing the, the claptrap one. Oh, see, that's the last one you should play. That's oh, where it starts because um that game slowly evolves into Borderlands 2, like in terms wow. of actual gameplay. So the reason why I really like Borderlands 1 is because I felt all the drops were worthy of me taking the time to look at them. And in Borderlands 2, at some point you start seeing white weapons and green weapons, and you just you run by them because they're crap. Yeah. And in Borderlands 1, that's yeah. not necessarily the case because uh, even a... Uh, you know, let's say like you're at max level or whatever, which might be level 50. If you're at level 50 and um, you see a white weapon, you look at the stats still because it's a level 50 white weapon. Mm. And it might have better stats than the gun you're using now. And that isn't the case with Borderlands 2. And slowly throughout the DLC, so the first one is um, Island of Dr. Zed or whatever. Then there's Mad Moxie's Riot. Can't remember the third one. And then Mad Moxie's Riot is totally skippable though, because it's just arena battles. <clears throat> yeah, but um, it, so the first like three though, still generally play like Borderlands uh, one, and I believe it was four. Uh, Claptrap is where they introduce like raid bosses and stuff like that, where um, all of a sudden that game starts feeling a little bit more like Borderlands two. And uh, it's also the end of the Borderlands 1 story, specifically. That's actually, like, chronological. Like, the others don't really matter where you put it, but Claptrap is the... That one is the end of Borderlands 1. Because if you remember Borderlands 2, you find Claptrap in the um, ice, and there's a whole bunch of other dead... Yeah, and there's a whole bunch of other dead Claptraps around Mm. that he's built his house out of. Yeah, that's because of <laughs> the fourth uh, DLC for the first game. Ah, uh, okay. But yeah, I, I'm I'm enjoying it. Um, Looking I'll forward to three. I'm, um, I'm sure we'll be talking about that later in the news. <laughs> oh, I, I haven't been following the news. Oh, so. Randy! Um, oh my god! Um, so I'll 
I am. I was looking forward to Borderlands Three, um, but I, you know what? I'll talk about it in the news. I'll leave it then. Um, also played some. I've uh, been playing uh, Steam World Quest on the Switch, which if you've played any of the previous Image and Form Steam World games, it's it's the same kind of thing. But instead, it's a, a, a card card-based rpg which is really quite cool i don't know have you either of you played it no i i the no. steam world games i enjoyed dig and dig 2 i was not a fan of uh what's the turn based heist. yeah i didn't enjoy heist that oh, much that's it. but this yeah, they, one they... this one has cards and i i just don't do cards well i i mean i'm not a huge card fan i don't like things like hearthstone or um uh What's any of the other ones? I don't know. Oh, That's how bad it is. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of those. But Grant, um, um, this artifact. Oh, oh, yeah. Artifacts oh, dying, That's isn't the, it? No, artifact. Nobody plays that. Yeah, no one plays it. But <laughs> no it, one plays still, it. it still exists. Um, but this is different. This is well. You can't. You're not. You can't aren't battling each other. You. Your cards are your actions. So, um, you start off, you, uh, it's, it's how, how the Steam World sort of universe works is that obviously it's all robots, but they're kind of set in different time periods or different locales. So you had Steam World Dig, which was very Western themed. Um, you had Heist, which is more of a sci-fi kind of uh, feel to it. And Quest um, is more of like a medieval style. So you've got that kind of feel to it. Uh, you start off with three characters. Um, you've got uh, Armelie, who is the the main character. It's her sort of story that you're on, and she's with her two friends. And they, like, they're they have their own classes, so Armley's kind of more of a knight, and um, oh, I'm trying to think of her other ones. Uh, well, the, there's a there's an alchemist, an alchemist who's a uh, magic spells, and uh, looks sort of more of a brawler, sort of a, a, a like a tank style. And they start you off some basic cards. Now uh, you take turns against the enemy. You will have three cards to play. Now you can play. Um, any of the cards, uh, as long as you've got the cogs to do it. So some of the cards are general, like attacks or um, sort of standard uh, uh, defensive uh, uh, spells or whatever, and they don't cost any cogs. And in fact, they they give you cogs. Cogs are your kind of currency, your magic currency that you can then spend on more powerful cards so like a, a, a big buster move or something like that maybe take two three or maybe even four cogs so it's all about strategizing uh starting off uh with the smaller cards and building up to the larger actions if you the cards are assigned to each individual um character and so for example um, uh, a healing spell that can be used by one can't be used by any of the others but if you play all three of uh, one character's cards they then get a bonus uh, attack which is based upon the weapon that they have equipped um, so it's a lot of a strategy there but it's light strategy it's not like the kind of your hearthstone at least not that I've got to yet it's, I'm sure it'll get more deep go along but they are constantly you're either finding or you are um 
crafting new cards and you build your deck each uh you can have each character can have eight cards to feed from in uh battle and it's all about sort of building the the ideal deck what i kind of wish they did that they don't do is you can't build multiple decks so you've always got the one deck i find myself often clearing out the entire lot and, and starting afresh whereas it'd be nice to have maybe a, a like a, a couple of decks on the go where if i'm struggling with a boss i think oh you know what i'll start the battle again but i'm just going to use this deck instead of that to see how that stacks up against it and and see if i make any progress but it's actually really quite cool it isn't much much like the the uh heist it's you know heist is a 2d xcom in a way but it's it's not that kind of difficulty so it's it's kind of a more of a um you know fisher price my first card-based rpg kind of thing and i think that's to its benefits to its credit because i'm having a lot of fun with it there's a lot of charm there a lot of the the dialogue is great um the banter between the robots the characters that you meet um yeah it's, it's really really enjoyable and again anyone who likes a steam world universe i don't think they'd be disappointed um and again turn-based rpg with card mechanics not someone who goes after that sort of thing but this is a good introduction to it it's uh <clears throat> reminds me of uh in some ways mega man battle network oh i've never played that so uh, in that game in those that series um other than it be the combat actually being in real time you had a deck of like but they were they're basically cards but um like computer chips that you would use in in battle, so you could load like five chips or whatever. So, but it would every time you would go draw another hand, basically, and you could choose like attacks from that. So it's kind of similar. I, I mean, it's got a lot of differences too. But like that's kind of when I saw how they were using the card battling system, I was like, oh, so it's actually the things you can do in battle, and then they sh- basically keep shuffling the deck on you. But yeah, aren't the yeah, decks when, quite when small? Card, yeah, when you use a card, you'll get it replaced with a, another card. Um, but it, they always feed from the initial eight that you pick. Um, so it never gets too complicated. You never got like 15 different types of cards and you're getting kind of overwhelmed. That's good. So that's At least good. they keep it simple. Yeah, yeah, I've, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Um, and it's, it's like, uh, I think it's like, probably 25 bucks so it's not super expensive either um well worth it if you've got a switch and like that sort of thing um the other thing i've been playing is um forager which is oh it's hard to explain it's it's it reminds me of stardew valley but not it's it's got the same kind of art style and it's essentially a I say a roguelike, but it's not because it's you. You you start off basically with a little island. You're a little sort of eight bit man. Thing. Um, yes, yeah. Although he doesn't stay that way because you can get oh um, hats. Yeah, you can get hats and all. I mean, it's an indie game homage. So I've I currently I've unlocked um, a shovel knight outfit. Oh, a, shovel knight is this generation's whore. Yeah, I really, every time somebody's like, Shovel Knight's in this, I'm like, I don't know if I want to play. Uh, Shovel Knight's uh, in everything. 
he's he's also got uh, a meat boy costume as well so okay. you know it's paying how much that but basically you start off on an island um and you you mine things like uh, rock and, and and wood and that's how it starts and through the game you unlock more and more th- things to build uh, i mean it's that kind of thing it's it's not survival it's not procedurally generated although as you progress you have to unlock islands and the islands are unlock um are in a random position on the map so you're not going to get the same map every time you play it but it's not as if something you've got to kind of restart every like 10 minutes or something like that it's not one of those type of things you you are in this world until you finish the game and it's it's one of those games where you kind of you're on there for five minutes, but you've actually been on there for three hours, if you know what I mean. Son um, of a bitch. And it's got these kind of a, a clicker mechanic once you get into it, because you can. Uh, the idea is, is you you know you're mining your wood, your your your, ele- your minerals. They then uh, make other minerals, which then go in to make other things, which then make buildings, which then do other things. But um, you can start. Um, automating some of that stuff once you get far enough in and that means that your your uh, xp and your uh your produce is is currently going up without you really doing much you can sort of start stand around um you've got dungeons as well but i haven't come across one of those yet so your dungeons uh you can you know that's more of combat kind of focused and from that you can get better gear so you can get stuff that like gems or you can make better swords or uh, equipment with um it's it's a weird game um as i say it's i'm not totally it's it's fun but it's it's not something like i've played before because it's it's not like stardew valley but it is like stardew valley it's it's very very strange but it's certainly a lot of fun um it's a 20 bucks i guess at the moment um and it's coming to the switch because i'm playing on pc uh but it's it's a weird mix of like these little kind of indie dramas that you often see nowadays like stardew valley and like um uh, what was that other one terraria um and things like that so it's it's all right i don't mind it huh i heard a lot of people talking about it but... yeah it's it's not my jam. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not going to be everyone's jam for sure. It's it. I sort of heard a lot of people talk about it. I thought I'd give it a go because I like Stardew Valley. I put a lot of hours into that, and there were those comparisons. And yeah, it's um, it's taken me by surprise. And it's game. It's one of those games that's probably going to be ideal for people who've, who've got a Switch. Oh, who doesn't have a Switch? Oh, Anthony. Oh, yes, go fuck yourself. <laughs> He's going to wait for the cheaper Switch? Yeah, that thing. No, I'm waiting for... Honestly, I'm willing to pay more for a Switch if it has more internal memory. Yeah, that's not... Uh, yeah, I, or, that's bigger, not or, or, you know what? A better battery life. One, one of the two. Oh, uh, that's probably coming, but... Yeah. I've been... But as someone the, who owns a... Sorry. And silence. Yeah, silence. Okay. Sorry, <laughs> there you go. Um, sorry, it all went quiet. But yeah, um, I can't remember. That was all I was going. That's all I played, really. All right. 
Uh, I can wrap this up quick. I mean, I can talk about uh, a couple things. Mortal I spent. Kombat? Well, no. I, we, I I blew Mortal Kombat out the door just last week, but kind of an update on that. The patch went live this week for the economy, and it is much better now. Um I got my free stuff at least. Yeah, the free stuff was nice. Uh, they seem to have fixed a lot of the issues that most of us were having. Uh, they've definitely lowered the requirements uh, for a lot of the things. Um, it's it's so funny to me, and I know people, you know, will say like the patches were coming out and they were staggering out uh, across different consoles at different times, and everybody's like, oh, you know the 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 certification process and blah 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 blah, and like, I get that, but then somebody found a glitch to unlock one of the hardest grindables in that game, and boy, that patch went out in about a half hour, huh? Yeah. It's amazing how that works, but anyway, I digress. Uh, it is it is a lot better now, and I feel like earning stuff is a lot more streamlined and fun. There is still the thing is is like people are complaining that there's so much stuff in this game, and I'm just like, oh cool, there's so much stuff in this game, so I can have a reason to keep playing it. You know, in six. Yeah, like the worst thing about a fighting game is when you. As a casual player, I'm, I'm assuming you don't consider yourself... Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. No. So, as a casual player, the worst thing that can happen is running out of content in a... Yeah, you're not going to... already had, always have someone that you're playing against, it's... Like, yeah. You're yeah. not going to... You know, you're going to run out of stuff to do, and then that game's... You know, this a lot of this stuff in this game is a lot like it was an injustice for me. Is like I like getting the new gear and I like upgrading that gear and I like unlocking the skins and I definitely like discovering um, the brutalities, which I think are better than some of the fatalities because they're totally homages to old Mortal Kombat games sometimes. Um, and then exploring the crypt and not necessarily because I've already unlocked every chest that you can buy with coins, so I don't have any more coin chests to unlock. Um, but I definitely still have heart and soul chests to unlock. But just kind of running around the crypt and trying to find the secrets, there's a lot of stuff in there. and uh, They've definitely made the game for the better, and hearing that they're going to support this game you know, for upwards of two to three years, longer than any other game in the series for, in, the, in the series history, which excites me because more characters, more endings, more skins, more gear. You know, just keep feeding it to me, and I'll keep playing it for the next few years. Um... Ken and of, wants to get fat off of Mortal Kombat. I do, I do. Give me all of the mortal calories, okay? I want them all. <laughs> Is that my, five, my 600 pound life, I just kept feeding me Mortal Kombat. Stuff, just, I just kept, kept feeding me combat coins. What were you going to say, John? I said, is that uh, calories with a K? Uh, absolutely. Oh, everything, of course it is. Everything is with a K, John. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> um, and then... You know, it, I feel like I'm in. Everybody knows how I feel about Mortal Kombat. It's like my favorite franchise of all time. But I feel like I'm in heaven right now because I've got Mortal Kombat 11 that I'm playing. You know, 4K, 60 HDR, beautiful on my big screen TV. And then right next to the TV is a machine that has Mortal Kombat 1, 2, and 3 on it with arcade joysticks. And man, I love that thing so much. How much did that set you back? It was three hundred dollars. Did you have to build it, or... Yeah, yeah, you have to build it. So, John, I don't know if you saw this. I I tweeted this out um, 
I guess it was about a week and a half ago. Um, the arcade one-up machines, you know, the the replicas of uh, old arcade machines. They're slightly smaller. Yeah, they're four feet tall. Yes. Um, they released the Mortal Kombat one about a week and a half ago, and it's got Mortal Kombat one, two, and Ultimate Mortal Kombat three on it. And wow, actually, I didn't buy it. Somebody bought it for me oh, because they knew I was such a fan. Um, nice. And we put it together. And it is, I mean, it is absolutely one of the... I've always dreamed of having an MK2 machine in my house, and now I kind of do. It's by far the best bang for your buck of the 1UP arcade machines. Yeah, it I is. Know, like, the, the common one is the Pac-Man one. Yes. I think it's like two games. Alright. There's, a, a lot there's of money one, for two games. A lot of them have four games. Like, I know the Midway cabinet has, like, Rampage and Gauntlet and, like, two other games. I know the new one that was released with this one was the Capcom machine, which has Final Fight and Strider, Ghosts and Goblins, and 1942. Which, mm-hmm. that's a pretty nice cabinet as well. Yeah. But I was only going to do one, and... I needed it to be this one, and it sits in the corner of my office, and it is... God, it's beautiful. (laughs) I mean, it's just... It's so beautiful. But yeah, we had to put it together. It took about, I'd say about 45 minutes to put it together. That's not bad. That's quicker than than a labo. It is, but what's cool about it is that it's actually really fun to put it together because you kind of see how the sausage is made, and it's... It's cool. It's really well built. Like it's really quite like just the colors and the and the paint and the marquees and like everything is original. So like even on the front it like gives you the little thing that was it's it's themed after MK2 because let's be fair that's the best one. Um but it even has like the little thing on the front that tells you like how to play the game in the simplest of terms. Um that's cool. Don't die. Oh, that's really shitty. <laughs> But it's 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 so beautiful. So if you haven't seen it, John, there's a there's a tweet on my timeline that God damn if it didn't blow up. Like I felt like I needed a SoundCloud to promote <laughs> Yeah. Here's my SoundCloud. <laughs> here's my SoundCloud since you're all here. It's all the N four G podcast. Yeah. Uh, zero there's zero listens. <laughs> I'll have to, I'll have a look at that. Let's have a little look. They, they, are, they are really nice machines. I just None of them, for me, are, you know... Uh, no, it's a big investment. Worthwhile. Yeah, $300 is a big investment for something like this. But I have always wanted to have an MK machine in my house from the classic games. And to have one, two, and ultimate three in one cabinet is really kind of incredible. So, Oh my god, that's huge! It's, it's four, only four feet tall. It's only four feet tall. That's you not what it I was to... expecting. That's oh, not what yeah, I no. I thought it was going to be... That's amazing. Yeah, yeah it's... It's... They sell a base that you can stick these on to make them taller, but... Uh, I mean, yeah, I've got the... Uh, I play it sitting down, because, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm old. But um, That is awesome. Yeah, it's it's pretty fantastic. It's it's one of my favorite things in my office now. It, it really is. Oh, I bet. Um, I also played a little bit of Final Fantasy twelve on the Xbox One. Um and it looks it looks really, really good in four K. Uh and it's really nice to see it running at sixty frames per second. But there is one thing that Final Fantasy twelve just makes me want, and that's to play Final Fantasy fourteen again. 
Oh, oh. God. Mm. And I really yeah. want to play Final Fantasy XIV again. I really do. It's a good game. I, 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 I'm waiting to play. I'm waiting basically for the 12 to go on sale on the Switch. Yeah, yeah it's 50 it. bucks on the Switch and the Xbox it's One. 50, yeah. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, it's 50 bucks on both of those consoles. Yeah. That's absurd because it, it's, I think it's like 30 yeah. for a PS4 version now. Yeah. If that. yeah I'm, I'm kind of thinking like, because um, I find it odd because when uh, World of Final Fantasy came out, no, I know it's not like Final Fantasy twelve, but I thought they were going to go with the kind of, that kind of pricing model, which was like 30, 30 quid. I thought pounds, World but... of Final Fantasy came out on Xbox and uh, Switch at fifty. No, it came out it came out at a discounted price with all the DLC and everything. Huh? Okay. Because so, because if you own the PS four copy, you had to upgrade to the Maxima version. So even if you bought the PS4 version at discount, I don't even think the Maxima version came with all the DLC from that was previously released. Huh. So if you want the whole package, I think you get it as the Switch or Xbox One version, and the PS4 version is still split. Gotcha. So I'm going to wait for a price drop for the Switch version. I'm liking those games on the it's kind of nice that I've, I've bought Final Fantasy X and X-2. That's slightly different. I didn't mind paying a bit more for that because it's two massive games. Um, but for for twelve, I'm gonna wait for a price drop. I think. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's a good game. It's a it's an unfortunate game because it came out at the end of the PS2's life, and I'm pretty sure the 360 was already out when it launched. Probably. So it was. It was not. It was damn close. Yeah, it yeah, was a very was late game. God of War 2 that came out as the as like the death knells of the PS2. Not that it died, but you know what I mean. No, yeah. yeah. The, the, the PS the PS2 uh, wouldn't die for another four or five years. <laughs> no, that thing that thing was like, almost a more four yeah. games a year. You'd be like, why is this? Like, oh, because people still want to play FIFA. Hell yeah, dude! People, yeah. people like, love PS2. Yeah, but don't do it here. <laughs> Yeah, um, and the only other thing that I toyed around with this week was I picked up one of those Satisfy Grips for the Switch. Oh, how is that? That thing is incredible, and for one reason. The right joystick, the, the, the handle on the right side is at an angle that makes it so that your hand is not in an awkward position to move the right analog stick. Because I get cramps when I play get too this long thing. Get this thing. It's only $22. Okay. What's it called um, again? The Satisfy. S-A-T-I-S-F-Y-E. F-Y-E. Yeah. And it is... It looks weird because the right stick is kind of like at a weird angle compared to the left stick. But... It's not... Until you pointed it out, I didn't that that one was at an angle. Yeah, and they do that because the switch held at the position that it's held at cramps your right hand because of the way you have to reach for the right analog stick. And this solves that problem. Oh, it's not available in the UK. Oh, son of a bitch. You can't get Amazon.com to send to uh, UK? No, you can't. Oh, that sucks because this thing is it like it solved all of the issues that I had of holding that thing. And what's really nice about it is that it doesn't like it's super easy to take in and out. It just literally slides, but it also locks really nicely into place and it has feet on it so you don't need to use the kickstand anymore. Oh, I think I'm going to have to just keep an eye out see if that does end up coming to amazon.co.co.uk. 
Yeah, no, that thing is that thing was uh, was a very good purchase because it made all the difference in me holding the switch because I hated holding the switch out of its dock. I absolutely despised it. So, and you just leave it in? Yep, never took it out all the time. Yeah, uh, but now I actually take it out and I I dicked around with a little uh, a couple of games this week, including Katana Zero and something else. Which Katana Zero is is really pretty cool if you haven't played that yet. Think of it like a Super Meat Boy, but you're a ninja or a samurai that like cuts people in half and deflects bullets with his sword. It's pretty cool. Mm. Um, but no, that's about it. Uh, I'm playing Overwatch. But, you know, sorry. Did you, you play? Played... Did you say you played Overwatch? What? Huh? That's you weird. Play no, he he hasn't. I've actually that's stopped. the reason why. I've, that's the reason why I'm weirded out. Yeah, I played twice this week. Did they did they change something? No, it's the last week for the anniversary New event. Skins. Yeah, yeah, so I was trying to Got grind it. up and get some, but I didn't See, get. He any. said it's the last week. I already knew where I was going. Yeah, yeah, it's the last week of the anniversary event, so it ends on Monday. So I was just giving myself one last run. I don't know if I'll play tonight or not, or if I'll just fuck around with Mortal Kombat some more. Um, but that's it. So, let's talk about this week. There's not a lot this week. There is a couple notes here. We've got brief battles, which brief as in underwear. I'm not kidding. Ah. <laughs> is that on the Switch? Uh, it's on the Switch and the PS4 and the Xbox. Oh. But it's not the Panty Party. Panty Party was out last week. Okay. Panty party. I'm not even kidding. There's a game on the Switch called Panty. Some it's I don't remember if it's Party or something else. <gasps> and you play a pair of panties, John. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ghost Giant. Hey, I want to play that game. Our world is ended. Day one edition. Uh, Puyo Puyo Champions. Reverse Crawl. Shakedown Hawaii, which is the new game from um, D Blank, the guys that did Retro City Rampage. Retro City Rampage, yeah. I was trying to think of the name of the game. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, Dragon Ball GT Goku, so a new character for Dragon Ball Fighters. Uh, Life is Strange Two, Episode Three. Speaking of games, I'll wait till they come to uh, Game Pass. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Xbox One S all digital did the Xbox One sad, <laughs> sad is out this week. Yeah. Huh. Um, all they had to do was have somebody go. Can we go like digital only? Yeah, digital only. the Xbox Digital, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Xbox One I, S digital. I, I, um, my opinion on that is that a great idea. Just a hundred bucks too much. Yeah, absolutely. That thing needs yeah. to be one hundred and fifty. Or it needed to it needed to upgrade its um, hard drive inside to well, an extreme level to to be clear like this has a ton of storage space, but I think it's just a terabyte stuff. Yeah, but here, okay, so okay, this is a really stupid argument, and I'm sorry that I have to call you out on this, Anthony. There is no more space taken on a digital game than there is a physical game. They both take the no, same. No, I understand, I understand that. Yeah, no, it installs to the hard drive. It doesn't read off. Yeah, so it's totally like you don't need that. more. What I'm space. saying is, what I'm saying is, is that on a on a visible, like, like you know what I mean? Like, why would you? 
pay the same amount and lose functionality. At oh, no, least no, 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 like no, no. We have a bigger no. internal hard drive. It would look at least better than just saying, like, this is literally that, but we took out the thing. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's it's a bad price. It's a very bad price. That thing should have been, at the most, 199 Also, you, I like how you're like, I need to call you out on that. <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, I know I've been in the past uh, very vocal about my collection of crap. Um, <laughs> boy, after moving it all, not as big of a fan of it. I tried to tell you. I tried yeah, to tell you. Yeah, fuck yourself, man. <laughs> I had to learn myself. <laughs> uh, the Legend of the Tetrarchs. I don't even know what the hell that is. Uh, the Adventures of Bertram Fiddle, Episode 1, A Dreadly Business. Hmm. Um, Ascendance, First Horizon, Dragon Fangs, uh, The Rose and Dungeon of Time, For the King, and Super Space Serpent Secondary Edition. Say that three times fast. Holy shit. Um... The switch, 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 switch. Not it's a small switch week. <gasps> what? Yeah, but is it all panty raid games? No. <laughs> a lot of the stuff fault. we've already talked about. We've also got car mechanic manager, European Conqueror X, uh, Meow Motors, <laughs> Lost Artifacts, Soulstone, Maki Knights, Blood Bagos. Masquerada, Songs and Shadows, Monster Puzzle, Blazing Beaks, Dragon Pinball, Lovecraft's Untold Stories, My Big Sister, and probably, to be fair, the biggest game coming out this week is uh, Saints Row the Third, the full package on the Nintendo uh, Switch. Fucking can we stop? A game that is ten years old. Fucking yep. good god! It just—it's so annoying. Like every week, there's like, uh, there's something. I'm tired there. of the. I'm tired of the. But it's new for me. Bullshit! Like you know what? If it's a good ten years of like no reissues and not available anymore, fine. But like it's not been ten years of the current console, so there's been plenty of time to play it. It's not like, you know. It, we live in a day and age where games are a little easier to port. Like it would have been different if it was like ten years and then they reissued Shenmue on a console, right? Because uh, I know p- people, it's on my mind because it's the unfortunate. Uh, well, Shenmue one and two were also mind. very limited in what they came out on. So right, that's what I'm saying. Like literally, Saints Row is on PS3, Xbox 360, PC, and then. The last generation, what like when this game came out, we were still in last generation, and then it had like five more fucking years. So you had five years to play it on a current console. It's also backwards five... compatible on Xbox One. Oh, there's another fucking. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, there's never been a Saints Row game on a Nintendo console, so I guess. But why this? Well, yeah, I'll tell you why this one because it's the best fucking one. No, it is. Yes, oh, it is. yes, it is. Fuck Saints Row the Third is by far no, the best Saints Row. Fucking Saints Row Two. Nope. Saints nope. Row Four over Three. Oh, no, uh, no, 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 no. You are wrong, wait, and you will yeah. lose that battle. I like Prototype. <gasps> you wonder. You want to know why people get angry at you, Anthony? This is why. No, Saints Row Two is a better game. <laughs> no, it's not. Saints Row Three. Saints Row Three reduced the map size, and all it did was make driving better. That's it. No. No, Saints Row. The writing in two is fantastic, dude. The three is um, God. Three is so good. Two, 
Two handles like ass. Yeah, it kind of does. And three has the toilet level. Yeah, who cares? And the the, the two, the... two has the line. Uh, you had me at stripper pole, dude. Fuck, that is such a good line, dude. The beginning. Clean up the place. The beginning. You, dude, come you on. a bunch of bums. Come on. <laughs> and like, there's a bodies on the floor still. Yeah, you know, we could play, clean this place up, get some carpeting. Dude, Saints Row the Third. Some lights, get a stripper pole. You had me at stripper pole. Saints Row the Third has the scene where you're doing the, the car chase with the, the, the bondage guy as the horse. Oh, <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, Zemos. Carriages are blowing up. It's yes. So hilarious. Yes, that's so good. Saints Row the Third is the best. It's the best. Yep. Um, hey, I'm not saying it's a bad game. I want to make that clear. I do enjoy that whole series. Get out of hell! Get out of hell! Bad game. Ages of Mayhem, I guess, is also in the same series. Uh, let's uh, let's not muddy those waters, okay? <laughs> um, speaking of remasters, when is um Sniper Elite next two? week? Next week. Next. Week. I think it's already out on PC. Uh, well, I mean, it's uh, the PC. But yeah, it's just. I, I have games that because I, I haven't played that yet. Yeah, but it's it, it's it's very good. It's back to full price. How? Why? Oh, is it really? Ooh. Is it thirty or forty? I think it's. I think it's. Hold it's on. not sixty. It, I can promise is, you, it's this not. Is the 60. reason why. The reason why I um. It's thirty one forty nine on sale on Xbox. Okay. Uh, thirty four ninety nine regular. That's there that's, you go. So that's not a bad price. No, no, and and Sniper Elite Two is probably my favorite one. Sniper Elite Three was bigger and had more stuff, but I think I like the condensed version of Two better. So, sorry. So again, this is I know I've brought up before. This is the reason why it makes it confusing because of you know things costing different amounts in different countries. It's fifty bucks here. Huh? No, so, it's thirty-five <laughs> normal here. Yeah. See, that seems even even in like. That makes a little bit more sense to me. I realize that there's a conversion rate and all that stuff. Oh, it's got all the DLC included. Yes, it does, including the Hitler. The Hitler. Yeah, it's not made by Activision, so it is going to have all the DLC included. Yeah. No, I they actually sent a code for that game, but I can't play it because it's just a pre-order. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, like I kind of need the unlock yeah. code if you want me to talk yeah, about they, that they game. The unlock. That's because normally when. They send you a, a code. He comes with the unlock code. Yeah, like they got all these embargoes. They sent me. They're like, "Don't talk about this. Don't talk about this. Don't talk about this." And I'm like, "I can't talk about anything because I can't boot it." So you've never played this one, John? No. No. Oh, okay. I played two and f- I played three and four, but not not um not two. This one's more linear. Mm. But yeah. um, this is the this is the beginning of this type of style of sniper elite, um, i.e. the fun one because the first game <laughs> is super rough. Yeah, no, this is like the Witcher 2 of the Sniper Elite game. <laughs> With the Witcher 2 of Sniper Elite. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, it's just that way to describe it. It's, it's, a good, it's a very good game. I shall be picking that up, I think. I think it's co-op too, right? It's two-player co-op? Yeah, it's, well, there's, there's co-op mission. Okay. But I mean, I actually, there's I a lot of game in here. It's not not worth the money, it's just I, when I saw the price of it in Canada, it was like, keep going. Fucking me. Yeah. Like, are you going to charge 40 bucks for this? I mean, 35 is still close, but then. Oh. Alright, let's do some news. There was some stuff that ruffled some feathers this week, starting off with um, Rocket League developer Psyonix was purchased oh, by Epic Games. 
this uh, means that Rocket League will be removed from Steam. <laughs> I guess. Haven't they? They no. They've said it's not. No, it's yeah, being no, it's you, being removed. But they said they will still support it. Yeah, they'll still support it. And you'll still be able to play with it, people on the Epic Game Store. Yeah. But at some point, they will cut off sales like midsummer or something like that. Yeah. Oh, well, the last I saw was that someone had come out and said, oh, no, that's not what we said. And currently, obviously, it is. Fair enough. There seems to be a lot of, that's not what I said. Here's what I said. Like, that's not, ex- that's not yeah. what you said at all. Hey, let's talk about what things you didn't say. Randy Pitchford kind of had a tirade on Twitter. Uh, Randy Pitchford had a tirade on Twitter. Everybody, this is the fourth one he's had this week. Uh, so this one was God, this one was pretty big. Idiot. <laughs> so Borderlands Three had its gameplay Definition reveal this of week. Failing upwards. Yeah. So this uh, the Borderlands Three gameplay reveal was this week. Um, and they did a big showcase. Game looks good. You know, uh, looks really good. Yeah. So everything seemed to go smooth. And then apparently he made a comment about how there's no microtransactions in the game, but apparently there is um, cosmetics that you can buy, which is technically a th- that's a microtransaction. So you are you are paying for additional content, small items on a game that you already paid for. That's a microtransaction. To be fair, and this, I can't believe I'm defending her. The way they did it in the past was it was DLC. It wasn't a yes. microtransaction because it wasn't in the game. Well, this it was is a DLC game. to I'm the store. Gonna... And I'm not saying there's... A, I'm saying it's purely semantics. Yes. So I go I, defend I, what he I'm said. Gonna... I but... don't think he meant what he said. I think he meant we are... Because he did. He said we are doing it like we did with Borderlands 2, which is right. Uh, as you said, it's the main game and then costume stuff, DLC. That's that's what he meant. And I don't think he intended to lie. I don't think he was misleading us. I just think no. he chose his phrase poorly. Sure. That's not the, the issue. Is what he said to Game Informer after they corrected that statement. <laughs> Come on, yeah, hold on. No, let's I'm say, not familiar with this part of so the So let's say, let's, you gotta say it properly, but he basically tweeted Game Informer and said, how you gonna fuck me like that? <laughs> yeah, why well, you gotta go fuck me like that? Um, <laughs> it's... <laughs> and yes, he did. And it's a joke, because they were, they were fully within their rights to... To, uh, to make that article and not any point did they call him a liar which he accused them of he said you called me a liar they didn't they just basically said this is what he said on stage but we've been told that there will be microtransactions and he starts going on and it's like you know what I meant well you said no microtransactions oh, we oh. may know what you meant but you said it and people are going to get confused and he just made things you, even you, worse the, and the, the first thing he had to do was say my, like, like when I like when I say there's no microtransactions, all done through the like stores you buy the game from. But I know that they can't do that because I don't think the Epic Games Store supports DLC. Oh man, this is such a funny story. But it's the the okay. I've I found the tweet and it's great. It's come on guys, shitty clickbait headline. Literally seconds before I said that, I made it very clear. We're going to do more cosmetic stuff like we did in Borderlands 2. You know I was talking about premium currency and loot boxes kind of stuff not yes, being in our game. Why you guys would fuck me on this is beyond me. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> Jesus if, Christ! If this guy wants a company! If you meant 
um, what you meant, which I think he did, that's what you say. This doesn't, in- we're not going to include all of that free to play shit that you expect from other titles. You know, you don't say no microtransactions because people get confused. Oh, man. Idiot. Such a fun time. And yeah, you're right, Anthony. This man is a CEO of a company. <laughs> He's also, okay, I just have to share this every time. He is a magician who somehow, I don't know, fucking appeared out of a hat. I guess the last person just left one behind and he pulled himself out. It started running a company that did modding, basically, similar to Valve. Yeah, and they did it for Half-Life. Their first, their first job was doing Half-Life add-ons. Yeah. And mm. somehow, this company has turned into this <laughs> thing. And honestly, I can't seem to figure out what Pitchford's role's been in this, other than just consistently being his own worst enemy. Mm. And he did it with Aliens, Colonial Marines. He's done it with the... And, like, this is the... Fir- I don't really care about the Epic Games Store too much. Um, I don't give a shit. Like, I don't, I don't I get my... All, I think it's all blown out of proportion. I don't get my jimmies ruffled about it, because I'll just wait for the game after a year. Like, I don't care. I'm not in any rush. I'll play it on the console, too. But, um... He made comments about Valve in the past, so it's clear that it wasn't like a... Fuck... Uh, or, like, like we had a better deal there, too. It's like, no, it's partially because he, he does not like Valve, and stuff and it's like this guy just picks fights with goddamn everybody yeah and, and like sh- it's just i don't he should not be allowed to do pr the, like, just, take away his phone take away his phone yeah <laughs> yeah he he should basically you know get banking games that's what he's good at yeah but, but, but is he is he or is his team no he's good? he's like, a programmer i don't know he's a programmer he is does he okay yeah I, I honestly couldn't tell you because, like, all I know from him is the guy that walks out says the worst shit possible, and then his poor company suffers. Yeah, I feel bad for all the devs working on Borderlands Three because that was the narrative of the game this week, not the gameplay. Yeah, and, and that's not and fair because the game the the game looks amazing, and I really hope it does well. But it makes me stuff like that makes me think, you know what, Pitchford, go fuck yourself in your game because you're an idiot. There's a lot of people that feel that way. Um, it's, it's oh god! Yeah. You fuck me like. Uh, speaking yeah. of games coming soon, Rage Two has gone gold, uh, and on PS4 Pro and Xbox One X, it runs at 1080p 60, which is be- oh, that's cool. It's beautiful. it's beautiful. I I'm interested in this game. I really don't know what to expect from it. I really look. I love the uh, first game. It was short, but it was. Right. Yeah, I hope this game is as much fun as they're making it out to be, because as long as it's that big and stupid and fun, I will enjoy it. It looks so different from the first game. It does, it does, but as long as the glaive is back... Just just different, so I I have no idea what I'm expecting. I just want the glaive back. The glaive was... That is an awesome tool. Uh, A couple new backward compatible games this week on Xbox One. We got Ninja Gaiden 3, Razor's Edge, and Trials Evolution, which I swore to God that was already backwards compatible. Apparently, there's already like 400 Trials games. Huh. They're all the same. There was a weird story coming out this week about Bioware basically dropping Anthem and moving on to Dragon Age 4, which Bioware had to come back out and say, we remain 100% committed to Anthem. Yeah, I'll three three members of are three members of that team 100% committed to <laughs> <laughs> That thing that dropped to 50, 
that thing dropped to 50 odd pl- viewers on Twitch this yeah. week. That's how bad that game is, is faring. So I think EA's smartest play for Anthem right now is to get a team to fix all the problems that are, that are going on with that game, relaunch it with like a lower price tag and put it on EA Access and try mm-hmm. to garner some interest in that game because that thing might be one of the quickest drop-offs I've ever seen for a games-as-a-service game. Fallout 76. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean... No. Yeah, well, yeah, there's two contenders there, I guess, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm going to be honest with you, Fallout 76 still takes the cake. <laughs> I mean, seriously. That I haven't booted up Fallout 76 since yeah. launch. I have. you want to fire? Because <laughs> that's what it is. I it's booted up Anthem about a week ago because of the changes they made, and it's still not enough. There, the you know, I, I, I'm pretty sure I'm repeating myself, and I'm sorry if I am. Um, I just don't know how they released that game after fucking No Man's Sky, Fallout 76, and the fucking original Destiny, let alone Destiny 2, and thought, this is fine. Like, it's very clear that people want a lot of content up front. You can do whatever you want later, but you need a, if you want to do this type of game, you need a lot up front. And Anthem apparently didn't have that, and then mm. totally fucked up the flying mechanic. Uh, I just want an Iron Man game. Take this and just take Iron Man and just copy paste well, Iron Man into this fucking game. Sony has a VR fire. game for you coming out this year. No, they don't. I've wa- I've watched the video of it, and that looks really fucking boring. So four new games were added to the video game Hall of Fame this week. Um, there was a large selection of games on the panel, including Centipede, Dance Dance Revolution, Half-Life, Myst, NBA 2K, Sid Meier's uh, Civilization, Candy Crush Saga, and Super Smash Bros. Melee. Candy, Cru- Candy Crush Saga can go fuck off. <laughs> but... Bejeweled. Bejeweled. But the four Bejeweled. games... The four games that won, uh, that are being inducted into the Video Game Hall of Fame, are Windows Solitaire. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Super Mario Kart. Oh, yeah. Colossal Cave Adventure. Never. Um, and... Oh, that's, that's, uh, tech- Okay. Um, I believe, I, I think that's pre-Zork. Yeah, it's, uh, 1975, 1977. That's this, when it was developed. So, the timing couldn't be better on this, but the fourth and final game is Mortal Kombat. No. Yeah. So... That's oh, sweet. Uh, but speaking of Fall Fantasy fourteen, if you want the free expansion Heaven's Ward, it is available uh, for PC and PS4 this week, I believe. It's for a limited time. Can get back into it. I don't even have a character that's leveled high enough for Heaven's Ward. So. But it's free, Ken. It is. I told you I made a pact. I'm not playing. I'm not pl- jumping back into Final Fantasy 14 until they port it to Xbox. I can't one. wait for the day they announce it because I know the email. <laughs> this evening. <Fuck>! This evening. <laughs> uh, Bloodstained got a new trailer and a release date. Uh, did you guys watch this trailer? No, I, I haven't been. No. Honestly, it's been a game where I'm just like, I don't need to see it anymore. I'm just going to buy it. So this trailer was kind of funny because they basically did uh, Iga sitting in a chair with a glass of wine. And they showed Didn't they the, do that for the Kickstarter video? Yeah, but this yes. one... So in this one, he does it again, and they show the old game 
um, the old visuals, and he says, I can do better than this, and he throws the glass. And then they show a comparison of, of the new game versus the old game, and whenever they showed the old game, they labeled it poop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's the most, I, like I've said it before, he's the most underrated dev in our time. I, without him, like, popularizing the Metroid formula with uh, Symphony of the Night, you wouldn't have, like, all the Metroidvanias we have now. No, we wouldn't. And he's totally an underrated dev. I feel so bad that, like, he was relegated to dating games or whatever the fuck it was on phones and Konami. I cannot wait for this game. It's out in June, baby. I think June 24th. Or June 18th no, I... for Xbox One, PC, and PS4, and then June Day one buy for me. June 24th for the Switch. Um, I saw Anthony just retweeted this on my timeline uh, because I tweeted it last week. But you, uh, Bethesda is doing a promotion where you can win a Rage Two themed Dreamcast that yeah, actually they asked what console people would want that was custom uh, to like the Rage material and like what there was like Xbox One, PS4, Dreamcast, and Dreamcast One. But here's yes. but here's the crazy part: it plays Rage Two. <laughs> That's so great. Nah. Yes, it does. It plays Rage 2. It's a Dreamcast that plays Rage 2. So they've edited the internals. I love it. Yeah. That's amazing. Yep. Pretty cool. Well, Bethesda needs some goodwills going their way, so let's hope it doesn't get It's it, But this isn't... This is, see, this is still an in-property of the Bethesda. Yeah, like, so still, every time Bethesda. I see Bethesda, it's like, yeah, Bethesda Studios needs goodwill. Bethesda oh, doesn't have an issue. To, to, the, to the layman, Bethesda is Bethesda. Yeah. Speaking of which, Doom's probably out this week. Or this year, right? Uh, I think it's supposed to be. Uh, probably. Yeah. Oh, I'm totally down. Well, and then there's Bethesda, the, the Wolfenstein Bethesda game that I'm not... Youngbloods. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that yeah. game yet. Yeah, I like how everybody's response has kind of been like, yeah. Really? <laughs> well, Bethesda's having an E3 press conference, so uh, you've got to think that they're releasing Doom this year. Tattoo the BP oil guy from South Park, It's just, but it's Todd Howard. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Uh, Microsoft announced their games with gold... This week, well, it's a bit, bit, bit weak this month. I think. Yeah, it's a wet fart. It's uh, Marooners, which I downloaded by the way and deleted ten seconds later. A... <laughs> you oh, got to tell me so what this is. That's how long it took you no... to, uh, to to not like that game. Uh, yeah, it's a party game that's very not fun. Uh, uh, we also get Earth Defense Force Insect Armageddon for Xbox 360. The the most mediocre. Of inside, or, uh, Earth Defense Force games? Uh, the second half of the month is a little better with the Golf Club 2019. Mm. Uh, featuring PJ Tour and Comic Jumper, which is a sorely underrated game from the boys. Yeah. Oh, that's a great game. The the tr- the, old, the first trailer for Comic Jumper has a line in it. Uh, Captain Smiley, <laughs> the main character, says something like, Hey kids, if you want to play with a real hero, play with me. Whoa. And then the, the star in his chest just says someone's going to have to register in their, your, their neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> that game has the, the weirdest, creepiest sense of humor. It's great. Yeah, it's a weird game. Uh, Sony announced there's two, but I can't find the story. I know one of them's overcooked. 
Oh, um, um, Overcooked and Edith Finch, isn't it? That's it. Yeah, That's what it. remains? Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't played that by now, this is your last chance. I know. I was. I know. Play. I said I was not a huge fan of Edith Finch. However, every it's free. Everybody needs to play it at least until the cannery sequence. You should just play that game. Oh, the cannery sequence is is. Um, still a, a moment in video games that I will just fawn over forever. I, I'm That moment is so good. Yep. Alright, let's do some of that Twitter. Some of that Twitter. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. Dustin says, I played through Dust and Elysian Tale, and the revelation towards the end was very unique. Fun combat, too. Yeah, that was a good game. One guy. Yeah. Yep. What was his next game? Uh, sneak. Never stop sneaking. Never right? stop sneaking. Yeah, which was a Metal Gear One ripoff, which was fantastic. Was it? That's good. I'm glad it's. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad it's a good game. Yeah, I, I, it's only Switch, I think, so I can't play. It is, and I bought it, and man, it nails that Metal Gear aesthetic. Uh, it's and you play it with one button. Yeah, it's all your actions on one button. Yep. Uh, been playing Iconoclasts and holy shit, this game is fantastic. Too many people slept on it, man. We've been down this road. Yeah, it's it's the uh, I say it's it's a little more political than that Nintendo gets, but it's, it feels like a Nintendo game. Yeah, that's nothing but a compliment. That game is so good. Uh, I don't understand people who don't claim their free monthly games. I've said that since the beginning of time. Shit's free. I don't do it with I, I do it with stuff that interests me Otherwise it just fills up my library And it's like I look at it and I go oh. I'm like I'm never going to play oh that Oh my god but, please no more video games In my library <laughs> Yeah, It's free Who cares if it's not you well, download it, it And maybe it's it, awesome it, it, you don't well, if it, like, I'm never, I'm never going to play the, glo- the uh, golf club So I'm still no going to download it. I'm going to put the ball once and probably delete it. Uh, but you know what it costs me? Nothing. Nothing. Dustin wants to know, is it called Hardee's or Carl's Jr. where you live? I'm sorry, these are the same... Are they actually the same business? Yes, they are the same place. Uh, where I we live, don't have them in Canada. Where I live, it's, it's um, Hardee's. But Carl's Jr. is mostly out west. So. Is there like a reason why? I don't know. There's a story about it on YouTube. I'm sure. I don't Watch know. Watch it be like an hour and a half long documentary. That's I, I do know it. because you know we always talk about food on this podcast. But the Hardee's around <laughs> here just brought back roast beef sandwiches. I thought about trying one of those out because I really like roast beef sandwiches, and the only place you can get them right now, fast food wise, is Arby's. So, and thought, you have to enter an Arby's then. Yeah, but I mean, it's good for when you need to, um, what's the word I'm looking for that's eloquent here? Drop some kids off at the pool? Oh! Arby's is great for that. <laughs> Works every time. It's, it's weird to see here that uh, Carl's Jr. is called Hardee's in some places, because in Canada we have a... You have Harvey's. Harvey's. Yeah, I've eaten there. It's not great. Fuck you, I love Harvey's. Actually, you know, when did you he have it? It's been probably God, yeah. It's been over a decade. Yeah, so there. I don't know what happened. Like, like there was some issues long ago. They've since changed. I think it's because they changed ownership. 
I think um, the funniest the thing, the funniest thing I did was better. I. Yeah, when I went to Canada, I went to a Burger King and I tried to order a Hershey's Sunday pie, and they just looked at me like I was crazy. I'm yeah. like, what? You don't all you, y'all don't have fat Canadians? We do. You, um, you give me a Hershey's Sunday and they, pie, and they eat at Burger King, which is like so. I, I feels like it'd be a perfect place um, to yeah. have it. Like I don't know, that seems like the product to bring across the border, but. Hell yeah, give me a Hershey Sunday pie. Those things um, are... Yeah, fun fact about Harvey's, there was a one point where uh, a bunch of people came down with like a horrible illness from eating at one because like the meat was contaminated. Yeah, Harvey's had some issues years ago. Yeah, so, no, I, had, I ate there once. God, that wasn't you. I was like, I'm not a fan. Uh, Chad says, I've come to the revelation that second row doesn't need an easy mode. Uh, they should slightly nerf the current mode and add a hard mode for people to brag about beating. Doesn't that kind of add an easy mode, though? Yeah, I think he's referring to the fact that of not calling it easy mode. Oh, so basically nerf the original version, but then make a um, I'm cooler than well, you they, mode? They, they already have a... Like, that's the thing. They already have a hard mode, so it's not like they couldn't do... Uh... Yeah, the bell ringing or whatever. Yeah, so, like, you know, I always question, like, when people say, like, you can't have an easy mode. It, like, if you can have a hard mode, then you fully understand that it can be, um, you know, made easier. I don't if know. be made harder, it can be made easier. I think we've exhausted the conversation on the second row easy mode. It ain't happening. So, it was a good conversation to have at the time, and I'm sure we'll have it again the next time another From Software game comes out. Uh, Dustin wants to know, what does everyone drive? Let me guess. Ryan drives a Honda Accord. I, I don't know what Ryan drives, so I can't answer for him. Ken drives a Chevy Malibu, and the locals call him Malibu Ken. Uh, no, I, I don't know. <laughs> I do not, but I totally should now. <laughs> Drew drives a Ford Focus. Uh, I don't know what Drew drives either. And Tony drives a Vespa. <laughs> No. Um, Tony, however, did drive a Suzuki Swift Plus, which is a Chevy Aveo, which is a Daewoo of some sort yeah. at one point in time, and I'm 6'2", so it was basically a clown car. Um, I now drive a Nissan Sentra. He says, how did I do? Personally, I drive a Ford F-150. Actually, I drive a Ford Escape. That's what I drive. You're not on the show enough, John, but do you drive a car? I do drive a car. I drive a Ford Cougar. Oh, see? We got we got two Fords in the house. Or was that a reference to, like, some lady? No, it's called Cougar. It's spelled K-U-G-A. That's just wrong. I don't think you've got, I don't think you've got them in the uh, States. No, no, we definitely No, we don't. definitely do not have these in North America at all. I've never yeah, seen this car that, in my life. Um, in the UK, uh, back in the early 2000s, Ford did have a car, like a sports car called a Cougar, spelt the way that a Cougar is spelt. Yes. Over here we have the Mustang. Yeah, we have that over here as well. That's a car I wish I drove. Yeah, my wife wanted one of those for the longest time, and I'm like, ah, Yeah. Um, Dustin says, the S&K collection is very well made. Every collection needs to take notes on how much love went into that game. 
Played through the prehistoric shooter game and Psycho Soldier. That latter game has a weird song she sings when you get bonus points. Man, that makes me want to yes, play it. Yes, it does. It's fantastic. It's, the, it's very uh, much a look what our arcade machine can do. The uh, SNK collection is by far the best compilation of classic games, and it just hit Xbox with Baseball Stars. <gasps> Baseball Stars is so good. So good. Uh, now, I have a question to ask because mm-hmm. I've never asked it. As someone who has, like, no sort of tie to this, like, SNK stuff, is it worthwhile? What do you think a tie to SNK stuff is? Are you referring like, to, like, fighting Like, I have no game? nostalgia for any of this. I mean, there are some good shmups on there. There's some good arcade games. There is a pretty decent platformer in Athena. Baseball Stars, if you get the Xbox version, is fantastic. Um, It is just an all-around good collection of interesting games. Plus, it has all three Akari Warriors on it. Akari Warriors is such a bad, great game. (laughs) It's so hard, but obviously in these collections, you can kind of cheese them and cheat, so... Uh, what else we got? We missed the thirtieth. We missed the Game Boy's thirtieth birthday. What are some of your favorite games or underrated games for the system? Favorites Tetris. I love that game. Well, Tetris is so good. Yeah. Um, um, Super Mario Land Two, the Six Golden Coins. That's that. That game looks amazing. Stone. Mm. That game. Just to know that they pulled that off. And the unique, like all the unique enemies. I love Mario Land Two. Um. Legend of the River King is an RPG that has a lot of fishing in it. It's the later games um, suck because they remove the RPG stuff, but you'd get in fights with bears and have to time punches and stuff. I mean, <laughs> it was like you'd get in fights with like like you're fighting a bee, and then you'd have to punch the bee. It was absurd, but it had this really neat fishing mechanic, um, not dissimilar to like the fishing from the uh, Link's Awakening. But you would have to chase your lure and your bait and your rod, and all that would change the fish you could catch. Um, and the idea was that you had to catch all the fish. Um, and then the River King. Uh, it was a really good game. Um, I bought a lot of shit for the Game Boy because it was at a time when I didn't keep up with games. Like, of course, it was a- oh, when you said shit, I wasn't sure if you were just talking about the pure amount of. No, no, it was it was a, it was a time when I had or to, like this is bad game. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the, it's back in the time before obviously the internet, and I didn't read video game magazines when I first started playing, so I would just buy based on license or the cover or whatever. So I bought a lot of really bad games for the Game Boy and the Super Nintendo and even the NES. Really, I have a, I have a quick list. Uh, I just pulled up my. I have a total of 34 original Game Boy games. You're uh, not going to read Kong. all 34 of those, are you? No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> Donkey Kong. The Donkey Kong game on Game Boy is amazing. Uh, it starts off like the original Donkey Kong, and then it turns into a totally different game. Uh, play that on the Super Game Boy, though, and it's got voice acting and stuff in it. Um, Gargoyle's Quest. I love that game. Uh, very difficult. Then off of um, uh, Ghosts and Goblins. The Ghouls and Ghosts. It's Ghosts and Goblins, the original, I think, right? Ghosts and Goblins, yeah. Okay. Um, and then the arcade like the was game... Ghouls and Ghosts. Okay. All right. 
it, it's always confused me. Um, James, the James Bond game, I like on that. I know we've talked about it, Ken, and you say that game sucks. <laughs> um, of course, the Kirby Dreamland games, Pinball Land, Quirk. Quirk is one of my favorite games. Um, it's also, I think, it was repackaged as Amazing Tater, which is a terrible name. But, I, don't, uh, I don't know. Amazing Tater is a pretty fantastic name for me. Okay. Um, that game's super expensive. Um, Penguin Wars. Oh, God. game I talked about. Yeah, it's coming back. Yeah, and, nobody um, cares. The only other one that is like not really well known is uh, Pipe Dream. I, everybody's played it, but not necessarily on the Game Boy. Uh, it's the puzzle that's in uh, the original Bioshock, the hacking minigame. Yeah, Pipe Dream. That. I played it on NES, but I love oh, it. Oh, I didn't realize it was on NES. I'm only familiar with the, um, the Game Boy version. Yeah, there's one on NES. Everything else is kind of, I think, well-known, like Wario Land stuff. Like, the, you know, those are all well-done games. But uh... You know what I saw on the eShop the other day that kind of ticked me aback? I remember they were doing this. But I didn't know that it came out. Was James Pond? Okay, wow, sorry. That's a, that's a name from a that's a blast from the past. Yeah, Which, let me guess. It's number two Robocop. I right? I don't know. It's just I I booted up the eShop because I booted up once a week to see what the new game. And I'm waiting on Virtual Racing because I really want to play Virtual Racing. Um, but I saw it and I was like, "Isn't that that game that got kickstarted?" And it's yeah. Oh wait, a new wait. Are you saying it's a new James Bond? I don't Pond? know if it's new or if it's a re. It looks like the old it's Genesis a, games. It's a it's a remake of. Oh the, god, it's Robocod. Robocod. Yeah, it's a remake. No, it's not even a remake. They just did new artwork for the cover, but it's just a reissue of number two, which for some reason has been reissued a thousand times. It was reissued on PS2. Wasn't game that Advance. game published by EA? At one point in time, the, and then they sold it off. They published all th- four, I think, James Pond games. I have one and three. Um, I kind of want to buy like, it, it, just because. I mean, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a weird, good game. That's the one where you can stretch out really long and then grab the ceiling and stuff. Huh. The third one is the one where they put him in a spacesuit, and it's a mix between Sonic and Mario. So it's like you have to run fast, but then you have to do really tight platforming. Nobody, nobody knows James Pond. It's like James Pond is is a series. Uh, that was when EA published a bunch of weird shit like Bob. Oh God, Bob's not good. I I love Bob. I that know. game is a lot of the same stuff though, over and over. That's not a good game. Uh, da, 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 da. my favorite Game Boy memory uh, is me and my brother playing Pokemon Red and Blue. Catching everything, then trying to train the superior team when we would teach, when we would battle each other. Yeah, man, I remember that craze. Pokemon. That was you said you bought a lot of crap. I have to ask, was Boomer's Adventure in Azimic World one of the terrible games you bought, Ken? No, it was not. I mostly oh bought God. licensed shit, or oh. Mega Man, or Super Mario. The, those were like my go-to. Well, the Mega Man games were good, at least. They were okay. The Wily Wars was good. Yeah, I mean, most of the Mega Man games on the GBA, or the Game Boy, were good. 
Uh, the next tweet comes from Curtis. It says, Afternoon, fellas. What are your thoughts on Microsoft's next Xbox? Do you think it will have what it takes to be successful come next gen? Been hearing that it's going to be much more powerful than PS5. Do you want a more powerful Xbox or a console that's on par with better quality games? I... Honestly, I, I, if, if we're going to talk about like systems, I'll probably buy outright when they come out. Um... I'm more likely to buy Xbox because it seems to be more interested in supporting the like platform of Xbox rather than the hardware of the console. Yeah, more I think you're going to be able to play Xbox games on almost everything. Yeah, so to me, it doesn't really matter about the power of it. Like, it's going to be better regardless, so I'm not too worried about that aspect of it. Um, I just want to be able to keep the same, like, you know, I want to be able to take all the stuff I have now and play it on the new thing, and I mm. feel like even then, like, even though Sony's kind of said, like, it'll play PS4 games or whatever, I have a feeling there's going to be some weird stipulation on what it can and can't play. Yeah, I hate that idea that it, there's going to be stipulation. Like, I haven't enjoyed it when they do. I, I appreciate backwards compatibility, but it's always, like, only certain games, and that kind of frustrates me. Like, I just, I like the Wii's implementation of the the GameCube where it was just everything worked, which was nice, and the GameCube ports were right in the top. Same thing with the original PS3 for PS1 and PS2, that shit just worked. You know? I kind of want that, and I'm hoping that's what PS4 to PS5 is, and I'm hoping Microsoft was smart enough to build Xbox One directly into their next system. Oh, yeah, they based on the... because it's... um the current Xbox is based on X84 or 86 architecture. Um, the new one's going to be the same sort of, you know, AMD chip, so there'll be no problem in everything being payable that's currently on the Xbox. So yeah, I, that's what I want. That. Yeah, that's what I want. And I hope Sony does the same thing. And I really, 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 really wish Sony would get their ass in gear and get PS1, PS2 games back compat, you know. There's just um, there's just so many games from the PS1. Well, I mean- even to say, let's just cut off PS2. Like, the PS1 is probably the easiest thing to emulate. Yeah, just, but, we, you know, we, we can use that excuse all we want, but, Anthony, I do not want to emulate. I want to pop a disc in a console in front of my TV and play it. No, I no, 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 I mean, like, on, a, on the PS4. Yeah, no, that's what I that's what I want. Yeah, so, sorry, I wasn't talking about emulating on your PC. I was specifically saying, like, there's no reason why the PS4 can't do it now. It's no. not do. No, it's there is no reason why the PS4 why can't PS2 play PS1 a games. A little bit more work. I understand why that might not be a thing, but the reason why it can't play PS1 discs, like every PS3 played PS1 discs. Fucking Vita plays PS1 games, the digital ones. Why can't I play those on my PS4? Yeah. It's so yeah. stupid that I can't play my PS1 digital. I have an awesome collection of PS1 digital games, and I am not hooking up that PS3, because I'm going to tell you right now, it, it's... 40 not, it's, minutes of going through menus. Exactly. Do you know how hard it is to go to the PS3 store and download a PS1 game? Do it Honestly, just do it on your PC. Send it to your, like, push to download. On yeah, but then i got to get into the PS3 menus to set it as my default machine. Oh my god, the PS3's OS is fucking 
dog and shit. The PS4 is just a reskin of that. But it's game. better, faster, more responsive. You're right. You're right, but what I'm saying is, is like we had the talk earlier about how shitty the fucking like build of their OS is. Oh, Sony is terrible at software. It's the same, and like people don't realize it's not just like the. This was something that they did on the PSX, the actual console that was like the PS2 with the crossbar. And, like, your PSP was the same sort of fucking setup. Terrible. It's awful. I mean... Aged like a fucking... Oh, God. Fucking Microsoft's still paying for the goddamn snap and fucking shit with the Xbox One dashboard as slow as balls. I missed Blades. Blades was incredible. What a what a fast and nice feeling OS that was. Yeah. Yeah. And they added the avatars and the things slowed down to a crowd. I hope to God Microsoft realizes that they need to make a simple, intuitive AI with the next Xbox, because while I'm used to the Xbox One and I'm not one of those fucking idiots, it's like, I can't find my games! But it is slow and it does not respond the way that it should. I still laugh my ass off when people are like, I can't find my games on Xbox. You boot the fucker up, you press down, hit A. There's your goddamn games. <laughs> well, it's not even that. So even if it's not there for some reason, you hit the you hit the button you'd use to turn on the controller, and then it just says, my game snaps, and then you hit down. and then They apparently like, haven't ooh. been able to find that since the beginning. Of, I, I can't. I can't deal with it. You, you know... It, it, it's weird because I own so I own the lasted version, last version of the 360, and that actually runs okay. Yeah, I booted up my 360 most recently, and that that dashboard runs okay. It's still a little slow loading. It's no the game blades, store. but yeah, yeah. It's, it, it was oh, like my old uh, hourglass model, the arcade edition. Uh, man, that thing could not run. So I obviously made the processor better in later models, but holy shit! Yeah, the blades were by far the best. That thing was incredible. And man, I do miss simplified shit like the um, the Xbox dashboard and the PS2 dashboard, the original Xbox. PS2 yeah, like those things were so simple. Would you like to go to memory? Yeah, yes. memory, or do you want to boot your disk? We're good. Let's and go. the funny part is, in the background, it's got these big 3D animations going on and shit, and it runs smooth. Yeah, no, I, I have that uh, theme for my PS4. Is that what you use? Yeah, I love it. That, That's what I, I used to. <laughs> I switch between that and the PS1 20th anniversary theme. Like, I like that one, too. Ah, oh, man. But, no, as far as next-gen goes, I, I think that as long as the Xbox plays everything that the Xbox One plays now and they continue to, conti- you know, add support um, and things like that, I think I, that's what I want. I mean, obviously, I like power. I like my games to look good. I don't spend a bunch of money on a 4K TV for games to look like shit. <laughs> that's that's not why I buy the TV. And, and you know, people are going, well, let's play a PC. Like, I don't like PC games. Can you just let that go? I get it. They look better. I don't give a fuck. I don't like playing around for 40 minutes trying to get the fucking game. But it's not, it's not even just problem. that. It's it's my preference, and I, I don't give a shit. Yes, I get it that they look better. But see, I invest in a $500 chair, a $600 television that is in 4K HDR, and, you know, a $500 Xbox One console. That's where I want to put my money. 
So, yes, if the next Xbox has the more powerful version, I will obviously get that one. I will not buy the entry-level Xbox. I want my stuff to look good. But, at the same time, I just want it to play everything. That's a huge thing. Like, my Xbox One X library sits around somewhere of, like, 1,600 games, and I want to keep that... I want... And this is a side note. I want my controllers to work. Yes, I've got a if lot they, of controllers. If they, if they do it where they're like, fuck it, it's the same controller and just buy the new console, or even if they introduce a new controller design, and they're like, but all your Xbox One controllers will work with this, fuck it, you, you have won me over right there. So <laughs> I don't know fucking how many times I have to keep buying the same goddamn like controller design from Sony, but... Well, I mean, Sony how. did it the first time. If you remember, the PS1 controllers worked on the PS2. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then... Then it just didn't anymore. And then that's right, yeah. The PS3 controllers suck. Which, to be They're fair, terrible. they did also change to wireless from PS2 to PS3, right. so... You let me have the wired option, then. Yeah, but the, nobody's going to put a PS1 fact, port. Okay, on, but yeah. then, like, the PS3 controllers, like, let's be honest, there's no reason why they can't work on the PS4. No. Most of the time, there's no touchpad. There is sensor. not. There is not a reason why those can't work, other than the fact that the door... Just, as a, the just even like, even as a secondary controller. Like, like, let's just play a game that, like, we don't need any... Like, it's just a Bluetooth controller. Shit, the PS4 controller works on the PS3. <laughs> yeah. I don't... I, I, they, they make too much money on the accessories. That's their problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think the controllers... I'm pretty happy with the controller situation of where we are. I like just about all three controllers, if we're talking about the Pro controller for the Switch. So, I'm pretty good with that layout. And I I think the only thing that the Xbox One controller needs to add next generation is a share button. But outside of that, I don't think it needs anything. To be fair. I think both, con- I think both controllers are pretty much... Uh, as well, you say this, they're as good as they could be, but um, you never know. But I think they're pretty darn good and functional. Yeah, I'm very happy with the Xbox One controller. I'm very happy with the PS4 controller. Um, I don't need the touchpad, but if you're going to make PS4 games work on PS5, you kind of got to have it at this point. So, mm. you know that, that doesn't mean they can't introduce a new controller. They just got to keep like, yeah, here's a PS4 controller for sale. Yeah, PS4 has got to work on PS5 if they're going to make them backwards compatible. So, yeah. but no, I'm 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 very excited. We're like a few weeks away from probably seeing the first because I know Sony came out and talked about their system, um, and Microsoft has obviously got the stage for E3 to talk about their yeah. next gen hardware. And they will. Yeah, I think they will too. I think we see both of these machines next fall, um, and then I think. I think Microsoft is going to come considerably sooner than um, PlayStation. They're going to want to recreate the, one of the reasons why the Xbox caught on so quickly. Do you think they shock everybody and launch it this fall? Mm-hmm. Um, I, think <laughs> I, I think it's unlikely. I think early next year, but um, who knows? They, you think about that. You know, when you talk about the West. The Xbox had a year. 360, yeah. The three, sorry, the 360 had a year on uh, on the PS3, and that done wonders. I mean, it also helped that you know 
it was easy to program for and and this you know this and the other but that yeah, well, no, the, the number one that. was the cost of it like, i wanted a ps3 i didn't want a 360 and i waited yeah for a ps3 the, to come out and, the and then found was... out the cost of it and went fuck this i'm yeah, gonna they, buy an xbox 360 arcade they, they it didn't have a hard drive a but it was like 250 bucks i think it was actually maybe even 199 I just got my job. My first paycheck was spent on a 360, and I wanted a PS3. And that, the cost alone was the seller. And then Sony's response to the cost was get a second job. And that's what did them in on that fucking generation. It's, it's not well, until they released uh, again, a secondary model where they dropped cost that that was when that system became viable. Yeah. Like, it doesn't mean, like, sure, the year beforehand, like, the year out first was probably good for them but like ultimately that the fact that it was 600 goddamn dollars for a basically a blu-ray player because the games that came out on the launch of ps3 who gives a shit oh, come on, layer awesome. layer <laughs> yeah get attack the crab for massive damage yeah no yep. nobody's going back to those games nobody's going like you know the launch games on this were really decent. ain't nobody made an hd port of uh resistance have they <laughs> no First um, resistance but I don't know. I th- I think I'll be next year. I will be. It, I, it's kind of funny to if you think about it because price has played a role in the last two generations. You know, the 360 was substantially cheaper than the PS3, and then the PS4 was a hundred dollars cheaper than the Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it's and with what these guys are talking about with these next gen machines, I feel like both of them should cost $500 and I think if you're smart you take the loss and you sell it for yeah. 400 and you get your machine especially with Microsoft because they want yeah. a machine for their services and that's that's a smart way and again they've got their backup plan I think this E3 we're finally going to have um, Xbox emulation on the PC included in Game Pass for certain titles I think that they're all about that service but getting an affordable machine I just tell these helps sell <sighs> yeah but they can't the only thing that concerns me about it is they have not ever been smart about the price of their hardware I mean come on the sad is $250 it's cheaper uh, than the other the, it's cheaper than all other models of Xbox and then I go on Amazon and find a, a new Xbox One S with like two games yeah. The same size hard drive and like a, a couple, like three months of Game Pass or Live or whatever for the same cost. Like, are you yeah, fucking kidding me? Yeah. And then the games they are like giving you with the Xbox One S, all di- all Forza digital. Three. Or Forza they're, Horizon Three. Why? Not even, not even that. So that's the only game I think that's not available on Game Pass. The other two are in Game Pass. Yeah. It's bonkers, isn't it? Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what their logic was with that, other than to clear out S hardware, because let's be fair, that's just a new faceplate without the disk drive yeah. in it. Uh, um, it um, I watched somebody take it apart, and it's exactly the same without the disk drive. In the f- so it's like everything is the same, in the same place a lot. I mean, they're losing no money on putting that no. thing out. No. So, whatever. That thing will be $100, $150 on discount everywhere soon. But... They need... I'm telling you though, if they say like, "Hey, all your old stuff works with the new game, a new console," that means anybody buying it doesn't have to buy controllers, doesn't have to buy games with it right away. Like that speaks more to a consumer. So even if it's five hundred dollars, it's five hundred dollars. There's no five hundred dollars plus. You need this and this and this and this, which yeah. is where 
like as someone that used to sell video game consoles, and I'm sure Ken can speak to this, that's where you start to lose people. Where they start to uh, like sigh at like the cost of a new console. It's like, well, I'm buying a Wii, and I guess I need another controller and another nunchuck and a game. As much oh, as I think, just... yeah, as much as I think Microsoft needs to be smart and drop the the high end next Xbox at 400, I got a feeling that it's going to be low end model four, high end model five. Mm. Oh, I'd be going for the low end. That's so the problem. Than what I have now. That's the problem. Yeah, because then they start developing for lower end stuff first. I don't know. I don't know. I think if anything more than four hundred dollars next gen, which if what's in these machines is what I'm hearing is in these machines, four hundred dollars would be basically stealing it from these companies. And I, you know, I know that sounds terrible, but hmm. I mean, an NVMe hard drive. You know how much those fucking things are? Well, I'm going to be honest. Like the Xbox One X is kind of a steal. Oh, absolutely. The fact that you can get it for $400 (laughs) right now? Like, yeah. Uh, Especially if you buy the Fallout 76 version, which is $100 cheaper than the base version. Yeah. Yeah, we literally (laughs) needed this this game. That is so funny. We will give you $100 off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Speaks to the volumes. Speaks it's volumes too. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. Um, we're just a few weeks out, and like uh, as we always do, we'll be doing our prediction show probably in two weeks. I think that's when we do that show. Two or three. I'm gonna weeks. be really boring on that show because I'm just kind of going blind. Well, you're supposed to, but you're supposed to make really stupid predictions, and then you know, I'm never. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about right there. I, I, you say sleeping dogs. I can think of. We're finally getting, we're finally getting Conker's next bad fur day. Hey, you know what? (laughs) I'd, I'd lose my shit if that was announced. You? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody would, I'm sure, but, uh. I so want a new Conker and not a fucking project. Receiver to do all the voices. Too. I, I can't have anybody else do voices. Oh, we'll have it. We'll have a fun new game this year as well for the E3 prediction. So it'll be the uh, who did Microsoft buy bingo? Because <laughs> <laughs> you know they're going to announce at least one or two more studios that they bought. Oh yeah. Oh man. Well, that is all I have for this week. Um, if you want to shoot us an email, which nobody did, you sons of bitches. Send them to podcasts at ztgd.com. If you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at N4G Podcast, or you can follow all of us individually. Anthony is at NTRSKT. John, you're still at John WUK. I am at ZT. Uh, I am at ZTGD, and you can follow the site at ZTGD Content. I know Phoenix Down is on a break. Uh, yeah, I think they're um, back so this week. I believe this week they're doing their last episode of Shenmue. Okay. And then the week after, we should be doing that, uh, Eat Lead, but I don't know if it'll be one episode for Eat Lead. It's a hefty little game. You might be able to do Yeah, and that's the reason why I think we might end up... Because uh, I feel like there's a lot to talk about with Eat Lead. Yeah, every level is its so, own kind of thing. Yeah, so I think it'll be two episodes, but that's Drew's decision, not mine. Um, but yeah, we are... Uh, we, they took a week off because Matt is in the UK. So 
Gotcha. Next this week. This week should be the last of Shenmue, and I'm sure they're both happy about that. <laughs> I'm sure the world's happy about I that. Bailed. <laughs> I bailed. Uh... Partially because I didn't have time, and partially because I, I just couldn't deal with it anymore. Oh, Shenmue. Um, it, you know, I, I can't even enjoy. Like, I can't even try to enjoy that game because it has the. It's not full tank controls. It's like tank controls, but then you can move kind of diagonally. You can kind of move forward and turn at the same time, which I hate. So, I mean, there's nothing I like about that game. Yeah, I know. We all know. I know. People in space know. They do. Those fucking people know. will look back in time. And go, oh, he really fucking hated that game, huh? I did. I really, 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 really hated that game. The only the only remnants of man is, for some reason, this podcast and only moments where you're talking shit about Chen. <laughs> Hell yeah. That'll be like the gospel. That'll be the new chapter This must have the been Bible. the thing that destroyed the world. <laughs> Absolutely. Because people kept buying that shitty game. But that is it for this week. We'll be back next week as we draw closer to the biggest video game show of the year in E3. It's exciting times. Play those video games. If nobody has anything else, though, we're going to get out of here. Peace, bitches. Alrighty. And it goes something like this.